French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thank you, DJ. Jeez, Tilly's upstairs slamming around. Welcome to episode three. Something, something. 20... I think the last... I don't know. 322 or 4. Or <laughs> sure. Um, we have no topic today. Uh, between the two of us, we've watched one movie. Yep. Each. Uh, although, not the same. <laughs> what did I watch? I don't know. I don't think I watched anything. You, oh. I, The one movie I was talking about was the one that you oh. watched. Oh, I thought you'd wa- I thought you'd no. watched one I don't think well. so. I think the last thing Well, I mean, technically, I watched... we can still count Bullet Train because we yes. finished the topic Correct. discussion of that. Yeah, because the last movie that I watched was Bullet Train, <laughs> uh, which was last Saturday. Oh, wow. I didn't watch anything all week. Um, so Dan watched uh, Don't Worry, Darling, I'm fascinated uh both by the confusing things surrounding the movie real world yeah because i don't understand any of it i don't understand any of the because it seems like different drama yes and um, this is and from, weird shit this is from what i know with the drama um uh H- harry styles and um the film's director and co-star olivia munn right are now together Okay. She she left a uh, you know Ted Lasso right for Harry Styles right so that was a big thing. Um, there was something to do with Shia LaBeouf as well at one point. Like I guess he was supposed to be in the movie. Okay. And Florence Pugh was like, "No, I, I don't want him anywhere near this movie because she doesn't like him. She doesn't like <clears throat> him. She doesn't feel safe around him." Which taking one look at Shia LaBeouf, get it? Um, so Olivia Munn was like, "Oh, don't worry," but then they're like it. It came out that she was, like, secretly trying to still get him into the film. So Florence Pugh was like, well, fuck you. I see I'm not safe on your film sets. I'm never working with you again. So that was a big deal. Like, she didn't do any of the publicity for it other than showing up at the premiere. Right. Um, Then there was a thing where, while at cons or something, it looked like Chris Pine was sitting there and Harry Styles came over to sit next to him. And it looked like as he was starting to get down, he spit on him. Yes. Uh, apparently, it, it looked like he did spit on him. It apparently, did. it was that was not what happened. Apparently, Chris Pine was just like zoning out and forgot where his phone was, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, my phone's in my lap, which we've all done. All right, but it seems like a stretch. All right, and part of me is just like, Harry, um, I I know you're like a, the 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 thing of the moment right now. Chris Pine would fuck you up, like, and and honestly. Harry Styles is not a good actor. Well, that's I, I was going to get to. He, he, I was going not. to get to that. Yeah. Um, before that, though, uh, any of the picture. I mean, I, I've seen the video of the of the alleged spitting. I've seen the, uh, like the, I don't know, like a, I mean, I don't know, press conference is the right thing. But he just looks miserable all throughout. Chris Pine? Yes, all throughout the promotion well, that's of this I, movie. I think he didn't want anything to do with any... Because, of course, it's Hollywood. He's only going to get asked about <clears throat> that shit. Like, yeah. And he is fucking awesome in this yeah. film. He... I'd join his cult, just saying. Yeah? Um, okay. He's very he's very magnetic. He's very personable. He, You know, he's otherworldly handsome. So, um, yeah, it's good to be Chris Pine. Um, unless he's there in that moment and is like... 
all people want to talk about is Harry Styles and who the fuck is this kid again? Right. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I've been around. I'm James T. Fucking Kirk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're Harry Styles, and like, yeah, they make a big like. There's a scene in the movie where he does like his dance, and it's like literally if you've ever seen him like videos of him dancing at his concerts. It's the same fucking dance he always does. <laughs> he's got the one dance. Yeah, he's got the one dance, which looks he looks like a, a marionette that the puppet master is not terribly skilled. <laughs> Just trouncing all over Harry Styles today. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was going to ask if he is uh, a good actor, because he's in a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, he's not terrible, but he's not bringing anything to that role. Like, if, he, he does look like a 1950s husband. He does, actually. But. He's got that. But numerous actors could do that. Let me ask you this. If he was not Harry Styles, would he be in any of this stuff? God, no. Okay. That's what. No. I mean, you can say that about a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. But. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't. Because he's in another movie on, uh, I think it's an Amazon original that Robin Oh, has. Yeah. The policeman, or something like that. Something like yeah. Um, that one I've heard he might actually be decent. In. Well, so, I mean, so maybe it, he's getting. He seems better. to be. He seems to be get, getting work. So, <clears throat> but again, he, he's Harry Styles. He is. I mean, your niece went to go see Dunkirk. Oh yes, <laughs> just because of because Harry of Harry Styles. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's she's he, also traveled the country several times yeah. to see Harry Styles. He, he is a commodity, <clears throat> and oh, yes. Hollywood is not going to put that. You know, it's not like Frank. Uh, Jesus Christ, old blue eyes. Frank Sinatra, Sinatra. was a great actor, but right. people went to go fucking see him. Right. Same with Elvis movies. Um, but, well, Elvis movies, I think, are different. Because oh, they are. Elvis movies, They're it was, Elvis it was clearly yeah. just like, hey, I want you to come on. This is going to have almost no story. Yeah. Sing some songs and get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. But this is more uh, like we'll Sinatra millions. and, like, you know, Manchurian Canada yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, where he, he's trying. Yeah. Um, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Ugh. God, that first one. That there I've, I've never seen it's it. It's fucking dull. Yeah, it that's, is so that bad. is what I've heard is that it's super it is boring. So bad, you know. And that, that's the one thing a heist, fi- a buddy heist film should yeah. not be is painfully dull. What I had read about it or seen in a video or something, I don't know, was that there didn't for something that is supposed to be about meticulous planning. Yeah. There was like no plan for this movie. It's like, hey, if we get all these guys in one room, it's going to be electric, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, yeah. and it fucking you can wasn't. Pra- you could practically hear Rob- Robert Evans saying that, <laughs> you know. With his, uh, with his uh, tinted glasses. Yeah. And- but I can only hear him now as Bill Hader. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be electric, yeah. baby. Uh, We're going to get Sammy Davis Jr. in there. No one's going to know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got a glass he, eye? Does he not? He's the wild card, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, back to Harry. I. <clears throat> it, it's certainly not an Elvis situation where oh, it's cl- clearly just an Elvis yeah. vehicle. Um, and Sinatra, I guess Manchurian Candidate would be more mm-hmm. akin to what I'm talking about. Like, putting him in yeah. movies. Yeah. That, yeah. Like when Tone Loke was in Heat. Yes, just like when Tone Loke was in Heat, coming off his fire performance in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yes. Uh, what was he in Heat? I don't even remember. He was just like briefly in it for like two fucking minutes. I guess I don't remember that. I did buy Heat this year, so maybe I'll... Uh, mm. uh, that's That was original. That was one of my... Uh, ooh, this takes me to what my uh, one of my topics today could be. 
I just started like four different sentences and only finished one of them just now. Yeah. Uh, but yet, I'm still following you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, now I've lost it. Oh, the, the idea that I had <clears throat> was that uh, from now until the end of the year, because I talked last week about how I wanted to, this surgery, which is this coming Wednesday, uh, I was going to make more of an effort to actually watch things and um, maybe actually play and finish a game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking I would make a kind of a hold myself accountable list of yep. at least movies, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even shows. And it might. And it, with the shows, I was even thinking just fucking start it. Yeah. Start Rings of Power. Well, see, I'm great at starting the shows. Yeah, me too. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. It's finishing I, them. I, I am too. Suck at. Uh, I have watched the first episode of Andor. So that you're one up on me. So that far. is something. I, I'm planning that for Thanksgiving break. Okay, because I'll have a day or two off that Andrea does not have. Although I was, oh, I was looking at our Christmas vacation this year. Yeah, it sucks. Did is there? Uh, oh, because of it, Christmas is on a fucking Sunday. Sunday. So we barely even get two weeks. We get like 13 days. Well, that's normal though, because it's usually. But if it, if it had been on a Monday, oh. Well, when it falls on a Monday, though, here's the problem with mm-hmm. that. When it falls on a Monday, then the first is yeah. a is also a Monday. Is also a Monday. Yeah. I guess so you'd go back to Tuesday. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be nice <clears> to have <throat> Christmas on a Wednesday because that yeah. that really chunks that week up. Because you can't because that would make the first on a Wednesday, and no one's going to go back for Thursday, Friday. I like it when uh, I like it when the when the holiday is. Is on a Wednesday. Well, <clears throat> Christmas, I guess, is a little bit different. I don't know. I like it when there's a super short week, like maybe a day and a half, like a, you, like Thanksgiving you go, week. You go like yeah, you go like on a Monday and half a Tuesday. Yeah. I'd almost prefer that to the other way because then it doesn't even feel like you did anything. Yeah. Because you sure as fuck aren't doing anything on the Tuesday. Yeah. You're not going to do much on Monday. Nope. Because everyone's going to be like, nah, I don't want to get anything started. You guys are leaving for ten days. Yep. And then on Tuesday they're just like, fuck it, let's get through, let's get through lunch. Yeah, and, <laughs> and get out of here. Probably make it a fun day for that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, well. So I know they're they're planning on doing some duct taping again this year. Yeah, prior to Christmas, so that'll be a good I area think the kids there. Enjoyed that. Well, we're gonna do more people this year. It's not just going to be Tina. Nice. It's gonna be a couple of us. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would have a complete break, breakdown. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. do That's it. what I'm worried about the most. I'm like, I'm gonna have to like position my body so that like my chest doesn't get constricted. Because my chest gets constricted, I'll be like, I, I will panic. I don't like this anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> are your arms free? Uh, yeah, Tina's arms were free. Okay, because I, I could not, I wouldn't be able to stand it. Yeah. I couldn't do that. No. Like, if you were taping, we're talking about what, what we did last, one of the things we did for <laughs> people the People were listening like, I know. did people kidnap <clears throat> people at your school one of for the Christmas? things we did for the, uh, leading up to holiday break last year was the principal was going to be duct taped to basically a column in the column, little yeah. uh in the in the main foyer the school has a foyer in the main <laughs> lobby area yeah, yeah it's a it's you a know, right, it's next a lobby to the, area. right next to the atrium right <laughs> yes right uh so um and the kids put in money into a jar and there were options but like the principal's gonna win i yeah. mean that's who the kids are gonna pick um so the kids had a blast they had you know they would call down different uh groups of kids to wrap i don't know how many rolls how many rolls we went them? through like 10 yeah it was a lot we still I had, had to, more, so I was like uh, teachers were donating money to get to buy the duct yeah. tape. So uh, I was covering a class, so I didn't uh, I didn't get to come down. But I was, uh, but you guys were uh, uh, 
was it on Facebook Live or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of the kids was streaming it in the room. But anyway, um, so this year uh, you're going to have, it's not going to be a vote or you're just going to have more people? It's just, I think it's just going to be more people. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I'm hoping we do it in the gym, even though there's nothing to really tape us to. Like, duct tape us to, like, the volleyball poles or some shit. Yeah. Know, something. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter, because, I mean, a volleyball pole, you're still not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, you're not going to drag a volleyball pole around <laughs> with, with eight rolls of duct tape uh, holding you to it. Um, so, I wanted to get uh, a list of... Um, to hold myself to, of things to watch during that idea. time. Um, but I was what I was going to do, and I didn't. I hadn't fully formulated the plan before you got here. Surprise! Hey, we can formulate it here surprise, on air. Surprise! I, that's what makes this uh, lot worth listening to. Was <laughs> <laughs> was that you would pick some of them? Hmm. Like, because I'm sure there's stuff that I have not watched that in the back of your head you're like, I wish this motherfucker would watch this. Yeah. So we could at least talk about it, or he would know what I was talking about when yeah. I talk about it. Um, and I could do the same with you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how many you'd want to do, and whether you just keep it to movies, or if it's also shows mm-hmm. to at least start. Um, I would probably just keep it to movies, because my list of shows to start is already, like, fucking double digits. Because <laughs> I was, because one of the ones I was thinking for you, because the song pops in my head every once in a while, was Peacemaker. Mm. Did you, how far did you get into that? One episode. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's another one that I've just, I've, I want to watch it. I had yep. no reason not to watch it. Right. Fucking have it. The good thing about that show is that it's short, though. It's, yeah, I, and that's I think what I they're think, all thirty minutes. And that's what I think I'll do during Christmas break is I'll just like, okay, today's the day I'm going to watch this show. That is awesome. That's kind of the idea that I had was that uh, I I get this kind of movie brain going, and it's like, okay, well, I'm starting this show. Yeah, and it's this show until it's over. Yeah, like just watch one episode, like we fucking used to yeah. back in the old days. Watch one episode of, 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 of Andor, and then maybe the next day watch an episode of Rings of Power. And the next mm. day, although I have started Rings of Power, I watched like 20 minutes. Um, but then I stopped for some reason. I'm, I'm still kind of pissed at it, because that's why they didn't do the Dark Tower. Oh, it's really? Because Amazon decided to throw all their money into that. Boy, and did they? Yeah. Like From what I've heard, yeah, it's a and billion dollar fucking TV show. Wild. How much, like 20 or 30 million an episode? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, that's crazy. Bezos has the money. I know, but like it's it, to me it's Amazon more than any of the other ones. Like that whole thing is, is odd to me anyway. The mm. the how like Netflix originals help Netflix. I mean, yeah. I get it, but mm-hmm. um I get how like Stranger Things does and things like that, but like the the shows that you know are not going to be huge yeah. like who are you making this for? Because you're not yeah. selling ads for it. Yep. It can't. There's. there's you don't a, even know it fucking exists until right. Netflix tells you about it. And there isn't a fucking soul in the world that was like, you know what? I've been holding out on uh, subbing to Netflix, but I'm going to for yeah. this, you know, whatever. Um, so, no service to me is more like that than Amazon Prime because the Amazon Prime Video side of it is like a portion of this whole robust. Mm-hmm thing like we had an amazon prime i've I've never ordered amazon prime just for the tv right well and and uh, we do it for the free shipping we've been i mean we have been amazon prime people since before there even was a prime video yeah back when it was just to get yep and it was at that time like 79 dollars a month instead of 120 or whatever it Mm. is now actually my amazon prime goes back to uh 
when I could when you could do like the first two years if you were a student, it was free. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, and then we actually then we got another year when uh, Colin was born because there was Amazon Mom, oh. and you got like uh, that's that's fucking smart. Yeah, because there in the first year you got. Uh, Overnight and automatic, you could set up like I mean, you could do this with all stuff now, but it wasn't everything then mm-hmm. for like baby stuff, diapers yep. and all that stuff. So that it would it was always come in every yeah. two weeks. You were in a diaper shape. and like if you were in a jam and ran out, and it, it was free overnight for yeah. some for certain things. But anyway, uh, which had to have been just hemorrhaging money. Oh, I bet. <laughs> had to. Uh, okay, not a lot. Of, not a lot of money to be made in overnighting diapers. No, no. Uh, but I mean. Not that we wouldn't have anyway, but, but it creates loyal customers. Exactly, and that's I mean, what they. That's have, why they do that. I have never even considered turning off my Amazon Prime. Same, you know, like it's just it's just a bill I pay. Yeah, I mean, and we pretty much only use like I mean, Andrea gets like shit at Christmas time from Amazon, and the rest of the time it's just like oh we'll order Tristan's books for school from there. So you don't do a lot of sh- of your. We do almost. No. We do a lot of uh, if it's not groceries, it comes from Amazon. No, not really. Hmm. Interesting. So, like, do you go to stores? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I actually enjoy it. Yeah. In limited uh, time. Yeah. Like, Andrea knows, like, if I'm in a, t- a store like Walmart or a Sam's Club, you have 30 fucking minutes. Yeah. Anything over 30, and I'm like, I'm done. We need to get the fuck out of here, because I'm just going to start being bitchy. Yeah. I get. I start getting hot. Cause, oh, I don't get hard. I, I just get bitchy because I start letting all the little things that people do in public that are fucking just yeah. awful. Like, no, no, no. Leave your cart right there. That's oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. Fucker. Yeah. No, no, no. Please stand in front of this. Like, we had a woman the other day at the grocery store. Her and her husband each had a cart. And they were standing in front of the dare, like the egg section. Oh, completely that's... Completely blocking a, off yeah. all the eggs. That's a big sin. And there were four people. Standing there, waiting, yeah. myself included, until eventually I just went, can someone else get some eggs too? And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, didn't notice you were there. I'm like, how fucking how oblivious you? are you? You need some self-awareness. Like, you do realize that you're, I mean, it's not like the egg section is like the fucking biggest section of the store. I, I don't care what section you're in. You have, yeah. there should be, every time you're at anything, there's a mental clock in your head. Yeah. You're like a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, thirty they seconds. They to get can't the fuck block out. all day. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> get your thirty seconds. You find your fucking dozen eggs. Right, but the they're like out. comparing prices, yeah. and I'm just like, no. you can do that over fucking there by the beer. Yeah, go stand over there and do your fucking internal calculus yeah. as to which eggs are the best fucking deal because they're all the fucking same except for the fucking you know those yeah. ones are five dollars more. Everything else, the price is fucking yeah. negligible. The organic ones yeah. in the in the cardboard box. Are- yeah. But if you're like debating between do I get the 12 pack or the 18 pack, fuck off. Yeah. Go away. That's just a usage. That's just usage math. Yeah. It has nothing to do that with how shit, much it costs. That shit you should know. Yeah. I know, hey, every two weeks, Andrew and I buy an 18 carton. Do you know that that's where, what it works? Did you know that we're the only country that puts eggs in the in the fridge? Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. I mean, for us, that. Yeah, that's just what no one we else do. really needs to do that. Nope. And when when people come here from like Europe and stuff, like, why the fuck are your eggs in the fridge? Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Especially for like a lot of baking, they're like, oh, bring your eggs to room temperature. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because yeah. again, they're not going to go bad any faster because they're they're airtight. Right. That's the whole point of the egg system. Right. Like 
When an egg, and, when a chicken is trying to hatch an egg, that's the whole point of the egg system. Yeah. that's why they invented it in the first place. Yeah. But like you, chickens are warm. Yeah, they don't. Chickens don't refrigerate their shit. No, it's it, it's a, it's a weird thing. It, but yet we still do it. Yeah, we still do it. it oh, uh, I only do it because I know if I leave them on the counter, my cat's gonna fucking break the eggs. Sure. She will find a way to knock the what, entire like, fucking carton on the egg. That's oh. what like pantries and stuff are for, though, that you can close. But we still won't do it. Yeah, still won't do it. Pantry's all the way over there, man. Yeah. And plus, what if they go bad? <laughs> it's just always going to circle back to that. I've, I've never had an egg go bad. Other no. than one that is like, oh, that thing is three months older than it's supposed to be. And even that, like, that would never happen in our house because we... We yeah. go through a lot of eggs. This was like, when I was like we single and forgot oh, yeah. I had one egg left in the carton in the back of the you know fridge. But even then, what happens? You just throw it out. Yeah, because it doesn't. I, I didn't mean, even. Like I didn't said, even, Like you said, as long as the egg isn't the shell isn't cracked. Yeah, I didn't test it out. I just went, oh, this is three months past. Yeah, I'm not taking the chance. And uh, on top of that, if you ever look at like when you because typically in for dairy stuff or stuff that's in that section. You have this, eh, it's about a week. You look at eggs, the expiration date on eggs is like fucking two months out yeah. when you buy them. And I think on that one, they're just guessing. Yeah. They're just like, I don't know how long it'll last. Sure. Well, let's just say this. And put it in your fridge, you assholes. <laughs> uh, it's all big fridge. It's yeah, all... that's what it is. It's GE. Yep. <laughs> or Shineheart um, Wigs. Shineheart Wigs uh, <laughs> messing with us again. So this has been Egg Talk. Yep. Um, but that was a good segue to 30 Rock. I am up to, oh, I'm I'm at the point where I'm about to slow down. Yeah. Because I am at the season six finale. So I got 13 episodes left. Andrew and I started watching it again. You did? Yeah, because we alternate now. Because like, she loves to watch cooking shows while we eat. So, we, yeah. like, let me tell you, British Bake Off, that show's fucking amazing. I know everybody I, loves it, and I went to the game, but for someone, we watch a lot of cooking competition shows. And people are, for the most part, kind of pricks. It's part of the, the yeah. it's part of the TV. It's, you yeah. know, you have to develop the rivalries, you have to right. root for... Not the British Bake Off, man. They're all, like, the sweetest fucking people on Earth, all trying to help and all trying to make the greatest fucking Swiss roll you can. I can't get into cooking shows. I've tried. I, I love them. I've tried. Um... I have a hard time. We have a hard time. Like, we try to rotate because, like, too much Hell's Kitchen type of thing. And I'm just like... I can't take anything like that. Oh. The, the really, like, the contentious stuff. What was funny Where people is, are going to get yelled at. Is to watch that and then to watch him on, like, MasterChef Junior. Oh, yeah. With the kids. Where and he's, he's like, just, the nicest fucking guy yeah. on the planet. And even I mean, regular MasterChef, he's usually... Unless they're, like, in a restaurant yeah. doing, like, their challenge, he's usually a pretty fucking nice guy. I mean... But on Hell's Kitchen... To a degree, I mean, yeah, but to a degree, it's a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not really a dick like that. No, I'm sure no, no one would ever fucking work for him. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, he wouldn't He wouldn't have had this many shows if he was truly yeah, that terrible dick. human being. I'm yeah. sure he's way closer to the kids, whatever that one's called, yeah. than he is to Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, but whatever. Uh, I've just had, I've, I've never been able to get into cooking shows robin and colin for a while were watching nailed it oh that one's just that and one it's funny at first and then you're just like this is sad and it's the same thing every time yeah, it's, it's like, like they're, they're all gonna try to make something and fail fucking yeah miserably. no one's no one's gonna nail it yeah because that's the whole point of the fucking show. right that's why they named so it that. it's it's only funny like once yeah because then it's like, and yeah, then you see people are really fucking trying. Yeah, but that's what mine would look like. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why am I watching this? Yeah, yeah. Um, Plus, like, I love on the on the British Bake Off that 
it's like these young kids, and then there's like an 85 year old grandma, yeah, who was just fucking murdering it. Yeah. She's like killing everything, like throat doesn't matter because it's all like British shit too. So you're like, they'll say something, and Andrew will be like, what word did they just say? Like puddings and stuff. Oh, not even that. Like, oh, we're making we're making a Twipper zipper will, mm. and we're like, what the fuck is that? And everyone's like, oh, cool. Well, they have to name them all those those whimsical names because they're all made out of like horse cock and fucking <laughs> oh, oh, minced yeah. liver. Of, there, yeah, there's of some eel shit where it's like th- that is like very bland sounding. But yeah. I, I know like one week on the newest season we haven't watched those. They had a Mexican week. Yeah, and apparently it did not go well. And they're like, you tried to get twelve British cooks to do spice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong what with you? What is this? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... But yeah, we we now alternate. We used to watch a cooking show every night, but I can only do so many because after a while I start to zone out. Yeah, especially if it's like over twenty minutes, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. But, so we've started alternating between that and um, uh, Thirty Rock, and we're just we ju- we're just getting to the point now. Because again, the first season it is good right from the start. Yeah. But about eight or nine episodes in, you're like, oh. Yeah. Now they're just going to get fucking insane. We just got the one where uh, where they had the Tracy Jordan meat machine episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, like, basically, as soon as Dr. Spachemin shows up, yep. regu- <laughs> like, every once in a while, you're like, okay, they're now going into the insane territory. Yeah. And, like, they had the episode with Halloween where Kenneth was talking to, like, the skeleton dressed like his mother. And she- Andrew's just like, what is happening? And I'm like... <laughs> But yeah, it's starting to get crazy. So it's like now, now it's fully thirty rock. So has has Andrea? Is this her first time? She through? had never seen it oh, at all. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I keep. I'm. It's one of those things where I remember that it was one of the best jokes on the show, but I can't remember what the joke was. So I keep meaning to go back and watch the Christmas episode from I think season five. Is fucking awesome. Um, I can't remember and what I, happens with that. I can't. I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's the problem. It's like with Danny watching, was like, gone by then. That's one of the other best parts about that show. Is like Josh and Danny just disappear for like yeah. seasons and then come back and then disappear again. The Josh thing was weird because because um, he's been gone since season four. Hmm. He pops back in. Once I to get a job in the Air Force right now. <laughs> he pops back in once to re-audition for his old position, and then he's never seen yeah. again. But you didn't even realize he hadn't been on the show at that point, really, for a while, because it's just like, oh yeah, he hasn't been on. Yeah. Um, the best thing was Andrea was like, "Do her and Jack ever get together?" And I'm like, "No, no." And she's like, "Awesome." Yeah. I'm like, there is never a will they or will they or won't they moment with those two. It's great. Yes. I'm like, that is uh, the best part of the whole show is their relationship dynamic does not really change. Right. Yeah, because right now, uh, Avery has just come back from North Korea. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she was kidnapped by Kim Jong-il to yep. marry Kim Jong-un or the other way around. Yeah, and, and be a newscaster. And be a newscaster for America some, America, America First News or something mm-hmm. like that. Um yeah, so she has just. And I love that, back. They, that they went into like the whole homeland storyline. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, another show I never finished. No, me neither. Uh, I think Robin watched quite. A I bit finished of that. season one. That was yeah. enough. I didn't even. I mean, it was good. Yeah, it was. 
That'll be I've, seen twice. That, that should be one of our podcast episodes: is shows we've never finished. Oh boy, one of that could be that could be a year's worth. <laughs> uh, we could do we could do a monthly uh, check in on shows that I've never finished, um, and then uh, the second half of the episode, books that I've never finished. Yep. <clears throat> My wife, uh, my wife, like I don't talk like she's this nebulous person we never talk about. Robin bought me uh, for Christmas a couple of years ago this because I bitched about not having bookmarks because I'm always using yeah pieces of lint or I hate dog earring because I well, yeah I never do that I always like end up like tearing off like something yes. from a sales flyer yes um, so I was always bitching about not having bookmarks so Robin bought me this I mean I guess not I was gonna say. A nice set of, like an Etsy set of bookmarks, Stephen mm-hmm. King bookmarks. They yeah. each have like a little quote from a particular book and like, you know, whatever. Uh, it was a pack of six. All six of them are in books. I have no bookmarks anymore. Yep. <laughs> because they're all, they're all around the 100 to 150 yeah, range. I've got a ton of bookmarks. Of various Same books. thing. If you went through my bookshelf, you could probably find 40 bookmarks right. with ease. Right. But they're all in books currently. Because I was bitching about it a while ago, and Robin said, Where are all the bookmarks I bought you? And I just pointed to the bookshelf. Yep. In there somewhere. See, that would actually be a good project for me to do, is to just, like, go, like, I'd start probably with my Stephen King books because it's the easiest yeah. one. And then just buy, like, a bookmark for every one of them. Yeah. Like as a treat for finishing the book. Yeah. Because I'm gonna try. I'm, I man. Ooh, I'm about five. I'm 550 pages into 112263 right now. Yeah. That book is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. Like it's to the point. Like, I I'm like I come home and I'm like, why am I not reading at this moment? What's uh, basically what's happening at this point? Is he sick? No, he isn't sick yet. Okay. Um, he's. I didn't really give anything away. I, I was no, trying he, not to. He, he's he he just moved to Dallas. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm. If I had to guess, then I'm probably around this, when I stopped three years ago or whenever. I'm probably around seven hundred. How long is the book? Eight fifty. Okay, so you must be you. You must be pretty close to where I was then, because I don't think I was that close to the end. Yeah. No, he left. That's uh, a, that's one I have to start watching. He, he left Jody, Texas, in right. his teaching position there, and right. then is went to Fort Worth and is now just into Dallas, and the Oswalds just moved in a, above him. Okay, so you're very close to where I stopped, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm legitimately pissed at myself for never reading this sooner. Yeah, it's like, it's very good. It's very fucking good. It's pro- it's taking me. I, I'm on my second full week of reading it now, so it's taking the time. But again, 850 fucking. Pages. It's a dense book too. Yeah, and yeah. There's not a lot of passages that I won't say fly by, but there's not a lot of dialogue. A lot of it is right. internal. There's a lot of so full pages. Full pages with two <laughs> paragraphs on it. Right. Yeah. Um, I. It's one of his better written books. I agree. Uh, and it's it's a it's. I'm glad you get what I'm saying because yeah. it's hard to kind of explain it, but. Um, it's more cohesive, I think. Well, I think he had to with this because other yes. ones you can kind of skip shit around sometimes. But this yeah. one where he's dealing with time travel and the meticulousness yeah. of it, you have to account for everything. You have to account for everything, and for yeah. the most part, he has. Yeah, um, he kind of like after he came back one of the times and basically got scalped by a dude. Yeah, that kind of got glossed over a little bit. But other than that, you know. But again, he talked about how he was gone for like two months. Mm. He skipped like two months of his time back in back in time again. Right in the past, so. He healed. It just didn't. So refresh my memory. The way the time the way the time travel works is he goes to a certain place and it's it's a uh, it's always moving with him, right? He always no. does he always or does he go back to the same day? It, it always goes back to the same day. Okay, 
Yeah. What am I thinking of that works that way? I that do not know. When they go back, it's always like if it, if we went back today, it would be, you know, November thirteenth. Yeah. Whatever. No, this is always the same place, same time. Okay. Uh, oh he, yes, yes, yes. Okay. The yeah. only thing that has changed is the yellow card man. Yes, because he goes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now it's coming. Yeah, because he's because he has he a goes very back, Groundhog Day. He goes back three times. Yeah. Where I'm at right now, he's gone back three times and stays a little bit. Because yeah, the first time. time he went back, just to see it, because the the diner owner was like, "You need to try this out." Mm. The second time was when he was seeing if he could change the past of, oh, the, ja- of the, of the hamburger, jan- the, jan- the janitor. Yeah, because the hamburger prices. That's that's where he and yeah. it was like just really good beef. And yeah, and everyone thought back. he was like serving roadkill, but no, he just went kept going back to 1958 and bringing fucking meat back, fresh, and, uh, yeah, like ground beef, fifty cents a pound or yeah. whatever he was. Um, yeah, because he went, he goes back to see if he could change the life of the janitor by killing the janitor's dad. Yeah, before the dad killed most of the family, and then he goes back. The third time, he might go back more, I do not know, but the third time he's on right now is to, you know, save Kennedy. Yeah, because he goes, what's the date when he goes back? It's like 1956 so or So he eight. has to stay there he's for several years. He's got to stay there for a couple of years, which is why the guy who kept going back died early. Yeah. Because you're only gone for two minutes in right. the present. But yeah, if you if you wait all up until the time Kennedy's assassinated, you're back there for five five to six years. Yeah. So you, you age quickly in the present day. So maybe as you wrap up the book, I'll get motor. Well, I, I could probably jump back into the book. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll see where I. I will never do this. I'll see where I am in the book. Watch up to that point in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Start reading the book. <laughs> yeah. The thing with the, the show, because I watched the first episode of the show. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Me like too. Five years ago. Yep. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. I, I can't see Franco as the main character now. No. No, because this guy kind of like, forgot it was him. Yeah, because this guy, he's very thoughtful. Yeah. He seems very genuine. Um, Franco will never in his life give off that vibe. You can't look at not James even, Franco. Not on even his, this is the end, Franco? No. Yeah, even on his best day, you can't go, man, that guy's just a really sweet, genuine fellow. Yeah. No, you always think Franco's up to something because he just has that It just look looks like he, it. Yeah. So I don't see him as this main character, which will be tough watching the show, but then I can finally watch the fucking show. Right. <laughs> That's another one I gotta finish. I gotta finish watching The Stand, the new one. And I gotta finish Lisa's story. What is that on? What's The Stand on? Paramount. I have Paramount! Ooh. <laughs> I mean... The Stand. It's not... like I'm like four episodes into it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's told non-linearly. Like... Each episode, it's kind of like Lost, where each episode is a focus of okay. another character. Yeah. So it jumps back, and then... Isn't that how the first half like, of the book is, though? Doesn't it? Doesn't no, that? no. Like, the first like the first episode of the of the new show, they're in Colorado. Oh, oh, oh. Like, okay, no. all of that shit has already happened. Okay. And then it will, like, flashback. Okay. Until, you know, how they got to there. Yeah. So it's... And it's... But, like, I'm really enjoying the characterization. I like that they... Bring back some characters that were excised from the original TV show. Like, um... Oh, Christ, I can never fucking remember her name. But the Laura Sanji and Como character. That doesn't help me. The one who ends up with Flag. Oh, yeah. That she, doesn't help me. In the, book, well, I mean in the book, she's two different characters. <laughs> yeah. They combined her into one for okay. the TV show. They did not do that here. Um... Uh, I have not yet heard "Baby, can I di- can you dig your man?" Which is kind of pissing me off. 
I'm like, I need to fucking hear that song. Right. Especially since this one is played by, like, an, I don't know who he is, but I guess he's an actual musician. Oh. And he's black. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. So it probably pissed people off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, but, again, if, like, the original Stan miniseries didn't exist, I would be perfectly content with this. Hmm. And, again, <laughs> I, I know that the original miniseries has some fucking faults. Um, this no. one, it definitely is a lot gorier. Like, it is scarier, because it can be. It's not on ABC. Right. So, it, it's a well, that, different I mean, animal, but I'm enjoying it for I what mean, it is. that's the biggest thing holding back. The other yeah. one is that it's on ABC. And uh, Lisey's story is surprisingly good. What is that on? That one is on Apple Plus. Okay. Apple Plus has some shows on it that are on my list, too, of yes. ones like the Adam Scott one. Oh yeah, uh, you watched? Did you watch that? No, I haven't watched any of it. I get most of these from uh, next door neighbor Mary Lynn because she watches all that shit. Yeah, every streaming service prestige show she has watched. Yeah, um, and that one Severance is really good, I guess. Uh, HBO I, shows. I need I'm to watch like, finish watching watching Mythic Quest, even though they're on like season three now. I mean, so, yeah, I saw the preview well, the preview for it, season three last night. The Ted Lasso episode. I mean, the Ted Lasso preview. No. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, the guy who played Rickety Cricket mm-hmm. in It's Always Sunny is on Mythic Quest. Mm-hmm. And he comes out dressed as Ted Lasso to start talking about Mythic Quest. But ended up, just keep he keeps talking about Ted Lasso. Right. To the point where, like, Rob McElhaney and one of the other characters on the show come out and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I'm talking about our show. They're like, no, you're not. You're, you're wearing a visor. You're, you're, no, he wasn't wearing a visor. You've got the mustache. You're wearing yeah. the outfit. You're holding a fucking soccer ball. Is it, there... it was a well-done ad to... You know, because everyone's seen t- fucking Ted Lasso. If you're on Apple Plus, See, you've seen Ted Lasso. Well, that one drove subscriptions. Yeah. Because we literally subscribed Same. for, you know, well, for the, the two seasons it's been out, we've subscribed for a month. Yeah. You know, to watch it, and then we turn it off. Cause it's, yeah, I forget to do that. Do you just leave it running? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. I can't tell you how many things I've subscribed to where I'm like, why am I paying for that monthly yeah. right now? Cause I watch it for like a month, and then I stop watching it for six. Right. I it's just a hassle. It's a, it's funny, and I've actually held myself to it this year. Uh, I always shut off HBO during football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, it was because usually I was buying a TV service, which was like seventy bucks a month or something, to watch football for the year. But this year, though, it's it's getting better. We're getting close to the utopia of being <laughs> able to of the well. It's the the networks are the NFL is so hogtied by the networks. That and these deals last like ten years. Yeah, so like trying to watch an actual football game right God, now when you're streaming is, is fucking hard. It's getting better though, because right now if you have, it's the reason that I still have because I, I subscribed to Paramount back in uh, mm-hmm. Prime Day when it was ninety nine cents yep. for the summer or whatever, and I watched a couple movies. What the hell did I watch? I watched that cop, the cop Copland, not Copland, Cop House, Cop Shop, Cop, cop shop. shop. Woo! I yeah. knew I'd get there. Uh, I watched that and I had planned on watching Ambulance, but I still haven't. Anyway, uh, so if you have Paramount, you also, part of Paramount Plus is um, you have your CBS all the time. Yeah. Like, so you've got live WABI for us all the time. So I get the CBS football games on that. Then uh, it's not, it's weird because it's not every Monday night football but some Monday Night Footballs are available on ESPN Plus, and I don't well, I th- know what I the think difference is. I think it's nice they have two, because sometimes there are two Monday Night Football games. But but that's just like the first week of the year. Like I I watched something yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and then I uh, when the Eagles were on Monday, well they're on Monday Night this week. 
I don't know if it's going to be on ESPN Plus or not, but yeah. I'll get to back to that in a second. ESPN Plus pisses me off. Because most of the weird. time I have to like, I'm like, it's, I have you. Yeah. And they're like, weird. oh, you need to do that. I'm like, no, I yeah. have you. Yeah. Please don't make me do this, this shit all over again. It is a terrible service when you actually need ESPN Plus stuff. Yeah. And it's very, it, it's hard to tell what you have access to and what you don't. Yeah. I mean, I know there's the little plus sign, but like from just like Monday Night Football, certain things are like, if you want to watch, I don't know, NFL Prime. It won't be on. It won't be available to ESPN Plus until like a day later. Yeah. It'll be there. You can see it, but mm-hmm. only if you have. Then you got to sign in with your TV provider. Yeah, I know. Like crazy. their Sports Center pisses me off in the morning because I'm usually up at like five forty or so. So I'll get up and like as I'm eating breakfast, I'll watch like the last twenty minutes of Sports Center. Yeah. So I, I go to their app and I click on the Sports Center one, you know, and then it ends, and then it will start off with like fucking Keyshawn or whatever the fuck yeah. that call in, which yeah. I never fucking want. Yeah, yeah. So I have to exit out, re-enter back in, and then find SportsCenter because it's like changed its spot. Yes. And I'm like, I, I was going to say when you said that, I was like, I can never fucking find yeah, SportsCenter. Part of me is so just I just like, stopped using it. I like, just give me SportsCenter. Yeah. I will click off of it if I want to stop watching it. Yeah. Don't make me watch shit I don't want to and then have to, because then by the time I've like popped back out and popped back in, I've missed, again, total fucking first world problems but i've missed like the first minute of the episode right it's like just fucking leave it on right. sports center and let me watch a complete fucking episode <laughs> of sports center i didn't get the lead story yeah uh so that's monday night football it is it could go either way you always get cbs games always get the thursday night games because those are on amazon prime mm-hmm. so every game that would be on tv is usually available to me with... Oh, and uh, sorry, and Sunday Night Football is on Peacock. So all of the primetime games are in some way available to me. And the of the Sunday afternoon games, um, the CBS ones are always available to me. The mm-hmm. only ones that I don't have uh, access to are the ones that are on Fox. Yeah. So those ones are covered by... Uh, Look, it's a terrible service, and I could tell you talk all day about how shitty NFL Plus is. Mm-hmm. But it's they changed. It used to be uh, what the hell was it called? I can do a shitty when it's consistently shitty. Oh my god! Like as long as it doesn't fuck shit up. It used to be called Game Pass, mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare. The UI was awful. Uh, it was kind of the same thing as ESPN. It's like asking me to sign in. It's like motherfucker. I have signed in three times today. But anyway, M- M- MLB, the MLB network does the same holy, fucking thing. These I'm are like multi-billion yeah. dollar companies. Yeah, and it's the same thing where it's like where, have, where it's just got the keyboard on the screen, and I got to yeah. fucking use the Roku to fucking put in my password and my email address. Uh, so like the, my, I don't like repeatedly typing in my fucking email address. Can you right. save that? <laughs> no, no, we cannot. Uh, so uh, NFL Game Pass has kind of morphed into what is called NFL Plus. The and it's cheaper, but it doesn't have as many things. You can get a plus plus for like a hundred bucks a year, and I'm not paying that because I'm not watching that <laughs> fucking shit. plus plus. I yeah. love that they. I, I don't do, know. They what, fucking, no, I don't know yeah, what it's. Called. I know, but I love that that's like a thing where even yeah, the plus it's is like, not the fucking it, best. It isn't. It's like NFL plus premium. It is something dumb like that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, what NFL plus is supposed to do the tier that I do, which is thirty dollars a year, which is totally fine, um, is. You have access to anything that would be on national TV on mobile. Mm-hmm. So I can watch any Fox game, but I have to watch it on my tablet, which is fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in fact, it like 
you know, like, especially uh, when I was, uh, right after the first surgery, um, was right as the season was opening, and you just prop the damn thing up and yeah. on your chest, and it's yeah. just like watching TV. Um, so that's not a big deal, and that's also why the, the whole Monday night thing doesn't really bother me, because if, if it's not on, if the Eagles aren't on Monday night, uh, or aren't on uh, ESPN+, Plus, my God, these things are confusing then i will be able to watch it on the tablet so i have access to everything that would be on my tv anyway but the big thing that i get the nfl plus for is you get uh access to all the radio broadcast to everything mm-hmm. so so you don't have to listen to the fucking chris collinsworth well no you still do because there's no way to you, there's no way you can because uh, the app sucks so bad that once you get it working you have to not fucking touch it because uh, if you like get out of it or something and yeah. try, or try to pause it and sync up the thing you will lose your shit um <laughs> so once you get it working you gotta Again, leave it the fuck alone multi-billion dollar company if it was closer to one o'clock i would show you how hard it well maybe it, when it gets to one o'clock i will show you how difficult it is to to get it won't be the Eagles, but any radio broadcast yeah. to come up. And then, God forbid, they're on the road because that's an extra click to get the road because it will default oh. to the home yeah. people. Oh, my, my, oh, boy. oh, <laughs> Again, the back of my neck is just. The NFL is one of the most profitable companies yes, in, in the, the world. world. Yes. Their technology shit should be it's, fucking it's, down pat and solid. It's astonishing. Yeah. It truly, no, like, truly is. I, I rarely ever watch live football. But, like, Andrea was working last Sunday or the Sunday before that. So, it's like, fuck it. I don't feel like doing anything. No, I didn't feel like starting a movie. I'm like, I'll just watch football for a little while. Just trying to find a game I wanted to watch. Oh, Using well, all the yeah. different streaming services where games are on was a fucking nightmare. I mean, the only time that more than one are on is, is Sunday afternoon. You've only got your two options. Um, the Dolphins have been fun this year. Yeah, they actually have been really fun. Uh, and, and not just, they're not, because there have been Dolphin teams in the recent past that have, yeah. hey, isn't that cute? They're gonna, they might make it double-digit wins. But they're not any fun. They're just kind of winning games. Yeah. This team is fun. Yeah. Because they've got the two fastest players in the league. It's fucking awesome. I know, but man, did the trade deadline fuck some of my players? Oh, really? Well, because I had um, Mostair as my as my Dolphin. Oh, and they, yeah. And I had Wilson yeah. from the 49ers as my other backup running back. Yeah. Now they're both on the same fucking team. Yeah. And I'm like... I don't. I mean, luckily, luckily, neither one was starting. But one of every once in a while, one would get going to the flex, depending on who was the bye week. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was just like, I don't know which one to play because right now they're they're still trying to figure out what to do with them now that they're both in the same system. It's like one of those things where one of them could get a hundred yards, the other could get none. Well, I mean, they they were on the same team for a couple of years. I mean, they're yeah. they're all there because of Mike McDaniel. Yeah. And uh, who was in San Francisco with with the both of them and. <laughs> No, San Francisco running backs, none of them were ever healthy at the same time. Yeah. So they never had to make that decision. Yeah. It was like, can you walk this week? Yeah. You're playing. And that was true and again this week. it didn't fucking matter <laughs> because yeah. of the way their, their, their rushing offense went. It didn't really matter who the running back is. Yeah. Um, that's how expendable that position is. Oh, well, I mean, I still had a, oh, Chris, I'm forgetting the name of the starting running back at the beginning of the year. First. Chase Edmonds? Yeah, I had Edmonds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll hold on to him. And it's like. He just when he when he gets back from IR and it's like oh well now they've got CMC never yeah. mind don't need him anymore <coughs> oh you're talking Eli Mitchell Mitchell yes yeah. Mitchell yeah I thought you were still on on uh, on the on uh, the Dolphins oh no he's just yeah I had a ton, into the ether <laughs> I have a ton of uh, of Eli Mitchell in best ball and 
Yeah. I mean, it wasn't working out anyway, but now, like, there's even if... Uh, yeah, when he gets healthy, he's still... He's not CMC. It didn't matter. Yeah. So... He might, get, uh, he might get some third down options when CMC's cost. tired. He ain't getting in there on third down. Um, yeah, that's 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 kind of the way it goes. It, you, you win some, you lose some there. Because I've had a couple, actually... Well, all my... I have... All summer, I was drafting. Whenever I had the one, I was drafting. Neither one of them has worked out great. But uh, CMC has certainly been way better than Jonathan Taylor this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I was... I know, the Colts have just been so fun. Yeah, that's a disaster, too. Because, man, uh, Pittman has been shit for me. Yeah, tell me about it. Every once in a while, I put up 15, but yeah. most of the time. And he's a good know. player. It's he's just a good like, player. He's just got... The team's rough. They have, like, the UPS guy throwing to him this rough. week. Uh, Sam Ellinger. Um, so, so I yes. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, the big thing in uh, India isn't the quarterback. It's the, the coach. Did you, were you following that whole thing? The, the coach yeah. uh, controversy or whatever? And... <clears throat> It's this. Okay, so if you don't know what happened, it doesn't really matter, but the head coach of the Colts got fired. The guy they hired was. Uh, he played for the Colts for like 15 years. He was a center. He was, he was Peyton Manning's center. He was an all pro, uh, great player, by all accounts, yep. great guy. Uh, has been in. Has worked for ESPN since retirement. So he's been a, on talking head shows, get up yeah. or whatever one that is. Um, and instead of hiring a coach with, and the only coach with any, any experience, experience. <laughs> uh, Dan, he coaches high school. He coached for like one year though, didn't he? Yeah, weren't like they that. terrible? Some, yeah, something <laughs> like that. It was, he coached one year of terrible high school football. They hired him as the as the interim, so for the rest of the year at least, head coach. And people around the league are justifiably pissed because. Yeah. Being a football coach in the NFL is, I mean, we could talk about the race issues all day, but just in general, it is a brutal job and you have to work your, I mean, you, you don't see your kids from training camp until like there's, there's a little lull for like a couple weeks. And we've seen just like last year where top of the line college football coaches get to the NFL and tank. That happens. That happens every year. Yeah. Uh, We see that. And... So just thinking, it, it, set aside all the coaches that don't have a job right now. If I'm a coach in that building, yeah. If I'm yeah. The, if, if I'm you're the like OC, the coordinator, one of the coordinators, oh yeah. boy, yeah, I would be fucking wild. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You brought in the guy that was on ESPN yesterday. Yeah, I've been in this building yeah. fucking twelve hour, twelve to eighteen hours a day mm-hmm. for months. Yeah, and uh, year even, after year didn't after even year, get an interview year after year. Yeah. Because they don't have to do the interviews for interim, yeah. they can just they can just push someone in there. Yep. So, which is <sighs> so yeah, you know those games are going to be coached re because like if again if I was one of the coordinators, I'd be like fuck you, I'm hey, calling I, I, I'm calling or, this in for the rest of the year. Or, yeah, just like hey, okay, what's your plan, coach? Yep. It's Wednesday. Yep. Got a game in three days. What are we going to do, bud? Yep. Because do you know the playbook? Yep. <laughs> your boy's done. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting wild. the shot. I'm not putting wild. in the work. And and again, by all accounts, Jeff Saturday is a super nice guy. Yeah. But Although, even he sounded surprised that he got hired. Well, it, and I, I I get all the the he's a super nice guy from from anyone who's worked with him and knows him says he's a great guy and all that stuff. I'm sure that's true, 
But on the other hand, if he was like a truly great guy, he would have been like, uh, no, man, I don't want this. Because yeah. I would feel yeah. super uncomfortable taking yeah. that job. Yeah, because you're going into, I mean, yeah, it's his old team. Yeah. But yeah, you're still going into a coaching staff that is probably going to yeah. be like. They don't fucking know him, though. Yeah. None of those people were yeah, there he when he was playing. Exactly. The, the, the only, the, he's friends with the owner. Yeah. That is, that's yeah. it. That was his job interview. Yeah. He has no other ties to anyone on that coaching staff. Uh, it's. And, and I do again, not feel like the rest of the year is going to go well. I'm fascinated to see what happens today. Like, is, does, I'm like, is the owner trying to tank to get like a higher pick next year? And this is just the I easiest mean, way to do it without. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what they were doing anyway. The idea of, yeah. I mean, Matt, look, Matt Ryan is fucking complete dust. Yeah. I, I'm not saying otherwise, but he's better than Sam Ellinger. Mm-hmm. And he's better than whoever else they were thinking about trotting. Oh, I, Nick Foles is on that team. Look, I love Nick Foles. Yeah. Fucking hey. 2017 was a while ago, and 2013 is even longer ago. Yeah. So, and there's a reason Nick Foles... Nick Foles is like the streakiest... He's a he's a streaky shooter, is yeah. what he is. He's a shooting guard that some nights he's 12 for 12, and the yeah. next night he can't even fucking hit the rim. Yeah. That's the way he has always been, and he just happened to do it during yeah, he, uh, he, he, a Super Bowl he, run. He found the perfect time to do it. Yes. And, and even if you go back to that Super Bowl run with the Eagles... His, uh, from when Wentz got hurt, week 14 on, he was fucking awful the rest of the season. He was awful in the first playoff game. He really only had two good games. They were the two best games he's ever fucking played. (laughs) Well, that's not true. He actually, Nick Foles, believe it or not, uh, is tied with two other people for the most touchdowns ever thrown in a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is also, he has the NFL record for highest touchdown interception ratio (laughs) in 2013, Somehow he was twenty-seven and two, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. Um, and in that year, he had a seven-touchdown game against the Raiders. Uh, so aside from that little blip in his career in twenty thirteen, um, his two best games were the NFC Championship in twenty seventeen mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl, and he was out of his mind, lights mm-hmm. out. Um, yep. Looked like the best quarterback you've ever seen, mm-hmm. and then. Sign, signed for big money elsewhere. Yeah, and, and he did just, not do well. And that's that's him. Yep. I, warts and all. I love yep. the guy, but and now we're five good, years. Good beyond teams that. can compensate for you being a streaky quarterback a lot better than lower rung teams can. Well, and that's why you're a backup. Mm-hmm. Like you're a backup so that if the starter goes down, hey, if we put Nick in, he's at least going to run the offense. But he yep. also might be Joe fucking Montana. Yeah. for a quarter and win us a game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a perfect backup. Uh, so. The idea that he may... Was it, was it Tennessee he signed with after he did Jacksonville. Jacksonville. And then he got traded to the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> and neither... And tried to start... He's never worked out as a starter. When actually, the Eagles, they didn't convince him to come out of retirement. They convinced him not to retire, to yeah. come to, the, to be the backup in 2017. Mm-hmm. He was going to be done. Yeah. Because... Not that good. Yeah. I mean, consistently good. Uh, so there's your options. I, I would... I guess I haven't seen anything. I was wondering earlier in the week if, if uh, with when Jeff Saturday takes over for the Colts, if he would put Matt Ryan back in. But I don't know, because Matt Ryan got one of those uh, veteran QB benchings where he's air quotes hurt. Mm-hmm. But I think he actually is hurt. But it was like, he could come back, but but we're going to go with what's his name. Yeah. But it was really like, no, no, Matt's hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if he's going to make a miraculous recovery. Mm-hmm. Because I would think that, even if even if the idea is inwardly to kind of tank and try to get because this is supposed to be a good quarterback class, 
um, coming in. I think there's three. There's three that they're expecting to be high picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, a lot changes between now and draft day. Yes, it does every it does. year. Um, and then, and just looking at, uh, was it last year? Or two? Yeah, last year's draft class was supposed to be a generational quarterback class, and mm. Trevor Lawrence is fine. Yeah. Zach Wilson is. Yeah. They're winning, I will say that, yeah. but it's not because of Zach Wilson. No. Uh, the best one seems to be Justin Fields, and he's just starting to get good. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Jones, after having a good year last year, has been brutal this year. I think Mac Jones just benefited from he was drafted into a system. That but, he's still, but he's still in that system in there, and he has not been good. Well, I think the system might be asking more from him. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's too much. Although they've started winning. I kind of lose... It's weird. You get this... After the first couple weeks of the season... Because I focus in yeah. on, I mean, specifically the Eagles, but the NFC East, I guess. I pay very little attention to what's going on in the AFC. Uh, you just get this idea in your head, oh, the Patriots aren't good this year. And then I looked up last week and they're over 500. Yeah. They're like 5-4 and four or whatever. So, well, it's because when they're not the best, you don't hear about it as much yeah. around town. Yeah, because yeah, they're, <laughs> they're over 500, but they're last in their division right yeah. now, I think. So you're not going to hear a lot of the town the townsfolk talk about the greatest team, Super Bowl baby. It's funny that the uh, the two best divisions in the in the league are the two Easts, and yeah. they are the last couple of years traditionally two of been the weakest, yeah. just awful. Yeah, um, the AFC East going back years because for years the the Patriots just fucking yeah. It was the Patriots, that. and which team is going to finish at eight and eight? If, yeah, there's going to be one that might make it to 500, and then yeah. there's going to be two. There, there might be a 9-7 and seven team that squeaks yeah. into the last playoff. And then but. two 4-12 and 12 teams. Yeah. Um, but this year, I mean, the the Bills are the Bills. Yep. Uh, are the Dolphins one game behind them? I think and then the so. Jets, one or two. Yeah. The Jets are also around six yeah. wins. Um, and then the NFC East, the Eagles are still undefeated. The Cowboys are 6-2, six, 7-2. Six and, two, and, two. and they've dealt with injuries this year. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Washington, Giants, Washington, Washington and the Giants are tougher than the, anyone expected. The Giants are somehow six and two, um, or six and three, and then Washington is like four and four, f- yeah, f- four and five, four and five. Um, what week is it? Week ten? Almost any of them could go and do, like dominate the the you know the NFC South. Oh my God, the <laughs> NFC South is awful, <laughs> yeah. and the AFC. So the the NFC South is the the Saints, the Panthers, the Bucks, who have been. They're getting. They seem to be starting to get it together. The last couple of weeks. How did they? They're actually playing uh, right now. They were. Germany. Yeah, their game might be over by now. Yeah, they were up when we started. Oops. Um, but yeah, that division's been awful. The what was supposed to be a really good division, which was oh Brady has scored some points for me. That's nice. He's got twenty. It's over twenty to sixteen. Tampa won. Oh, fucking Rashad White. I should have put him in. Um, but anyway. Um. The true letdown has been the AFC West. Mm. Uh, the Chiefs appear to still be the Chiefs, but the Chargers stink. Mm. The the Broncos and Raiders are... And there's no reason why those two teams should be that as bad as they are. Well, I, the Raiders mm. thing is funny to me because of Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. I hate that guy. Uh, he is... He actually kind of fucked up when the, the Eagles kind of had that little... That window right after the 2017, Josh McDaniels fucked up what that next year because Frank Reich was the offense coordinator for the Eagles and kind of responsible for 
how well that offense ran during the Super Bowl year because it did, it never quite clicked after he left, uh, even though it was the same offense. Mm-hmm. He was coming back. Josh McDaniels, once again, we're back to the Colts, had taken the head coaching job with the Colts and then like two days later decided he didn't want to. Yeah. And then that's when Frank Wright got hired and got taken away from the Eagles. Um, he, Josh McDaniels, he just seems like a scumbag. Yeah. And I get that he, you know, he's he's got fucking six Super Bowls as the, or whatever as the um, as the Patriots OC, but he's you have to being a head coach is about way more than that. Mm. Uh, I guess he's surprise surprise he has no people skills. No, you have to have people skills. Mm. You can't, especially when you're talking about you think playing with someone like Brady uh, that he would get that that that. Because he he's playing with uh, Derek Carr, who to me is he's a he's better than average, but yeah. that's all he'll ever be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I think the, I mean I think with McDaniel though, it's it's because he was an offensive coordinator for one of the best head coaches of all time with the greatest quarterback of all time. You're gonna look good coming out of that. But it was his offense. Yeah, Bill Bill doesn't touch that shit. Yeah, it was his offense. It, but he didn't have to do any of the management. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Andy Reid is so, so good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it kind of... The, didn't the defensive coordinator for the Patriots go somewhere else too and has it done terribly oh, yeah. well? Is He's, he in like Minnesota or something? No. He coached a disastrous Lions team for a couple that's of years. That's what he was the Lions coach. He yeah. is now the Patriots offensive coordinator <laughs> that always works out good yeah when you've got the defensive coordinator coming back to be your offensive coordinator and it's even worse because again bill's a defensive guy so like he should always he should have the self-awareness to always have an offensive mind in the building yeah. you can't just be like hey you want to do it yeah i mean look these are all i mean it's not like he's never he has no idea what offensive football is about but like yeah he has not lived and breathed it the way that offensive coordinators do. He has yeah. been a defensive coordinator his whole career. Uh, yeah, very... The Bill coaching tree has not been successful at all. Nope. And it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the aforementioned uh, Andy Reid, his... The leaves off that tree are yeah. all over the place yep. and, and still do, have jobs, they and they well. do well. <laughs> it's very... It's interesting to... See stuff because well, in and Andy Reid is is uh, a branch of the Bill Walsh tree mm-hmm. going way back because uh, the, there's always I mean you can go on YouTube and find uh, documentaries all day long about how many Super Bowls have come from coaches that once worked under Bill Walsh. It's yeah. fucking wild. Um, all the Mike Holmgrens and oh that's that right shit. yeah Holmgren yeah because um, that's where because Holmgren worked for him and that's who Andy Reid worked for. Andy Reid was. Uh, Brett Favre's quarterback coach mm-hmm. back in the day. Back in the day, uh, Brett got himself into more hot water this week, or more came Jesus. out. What a dirtbag that guy is! Oh my god, I, I, what a dirtbag that guy is! I mean, it should never surprise me. No, it should not. How many like big time athletes end up shooting themselves in the foot, like and just like I mean. Not that he even has any goodwill left, but like Kyrie Irving again, yeah, is in trouble with the league for doing something completely unnecessary. Yeah, again, that's the thing. And it's like, why is he even still in the fucking league at this point? How, how many? 
stupid fucking remarks does he have to make as one of your players to go, nope, we still need him on the team. Yeah, the it's Kanye like, of the NBA. Yeah. Um, that, with, with, with athletes especially, I mean, I kind of... I kind of get the actors and singers mm. having the Jenna Maroney uh, <laughs> needing to be in the spotlight. You know, any press is good press. Yeah. Brett Favre is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. If he could have just sat and, and yeah. multi multi and retired with nothing, yes, but good and will. done and and not said another yeah. word the rest of his life and be revered yeah. in in his home state of shithole Mississippi and in Wisconsin. Yeah, just sat there making <coughs> commercials for Wrangler fucking jeans the rest of his life and. Yes. Everyone been like, man, that Brett Favre could play. But, so why? Why? Like, what is it in your head that makes you that way? Yeah. What a fucking prick. Yep. <laughs> like, what am I do? I'm going to steal from fucking, God. you know, disadvantaged it's like a It's like a fucking Bond villain. Yeah. Or not even more cartoonish than that. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I had a great, read a great tweet this morning that was like, you know, I... Is a person I think would written for Bond films at one point. It was like, you know, I would often get in trouble by saying that Bond villain is too over the top. And he's like, right. Oh, the Elon Musk one? Yeah. Yeah, but like right now, our two biggest <laughs> villains are an ex KGB agent who yeah. keeps poisoning people. Poisons people, yeah. And then, you know, fucking. Oh, God. The megalomaniacal billionaire that wants to live on Mars. Yeah. So, yeah. So. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. Uh, boy, he, uh, he doesn't know what he's doing, does he? Oh no! Like Twitter, Twitter has been the greatest thing ever this past. It has, week. and he's. It's funny because he has bragged about oh, Twitter engagements at an all time high. It's like yeah, everyone shows up to a fucking train wreck, dude. Yeah, I've been. I know I've been on Twitter way more this week. Oh yeah, it is I keep... bananas. <laughs> fucking, I, I was telling Andrea about the um, fucking insulin company. Yeah, because she knows who the, she like. I just had to n- mention that company. She's like, yeah. Oh, what happened? Yeah. And I'm like, well, their stock dropped like forty billion dollars, yeah, because because of the blue the blue fucking checkmark debacle, yeah. Which that's just been phenomenal watching it. Like again, you you, you think this see, was a good you idea? You didn't see any. You can't. You didn't see any of this coming. And again, it's wild. Eight dollars. Yeah. What the fuck are you gonna? What are you making with that? They said something like, oh, like eleven million dollars, eleven million people a month would need to buy that in order for them to like. And they're at like sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty thousand people have signed and up. And I think most of it have been people who just want to fuck with the yeah. system. Yeah, and yeah, they they said sixty thousand people have signed up, so that's you know about four hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, and most it's of those gonna, people are using it's it. It's a for, long way to forty-four billion. Yeah. And most of them are using it for evil. Yes, <laughs> like, and are going and are going to be out next month. Yeah, are not going to be. Yeah, gonna yeah, keep exactly. Doing it. If they got it, if they got it taken away, they're like. Whatever I and was able, I was able to drop the tank of big pharma. You know, I was yes. able to tank the stock of big pharma for a day. So Job's if you, done. if you, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, in order to pay for his forty-four billion dollar mistake, which right now Twitter I think is is valued at about eight billion, so he's yeah. he's deep in it, uh, and he's deep in it with Saudis. Like yeah. they're not going to be happy if they lose all their money to him. No, no, they cut people up. Yeah. Uh, so. He this week, in the name of free speech, <laughs> what a fucking asshole! Uh, now you can get a blue check mark for eight dollars, which is already it lasted forty eight hours. Yeah, it's already it was, gone. It's already, already gone. gone. You could pay eight dollars a month. Um, the whole point of the blue check mark, it's not a status symbol no. the way he thinks it is, yeah. and or a way to get more engagement. It is a verification system, yeah. and once you start selling that to anyone who wants yeah. it. It becomes worthless. Yeah, and it it's, came about because of I can't remember which actor or somebody sued them. 
yeah. sued Twitter because someone had a parody account. Yes. And he was like, yep. this is my name. Right. We need to fucking do something about this. So they, yeah, it was for, for journalists mostly to say, no, we are a trusted news source. When we right. post something on <clears throat> here, it's factual. Yes. Or, or you know where it came yeah. from. It's not just from some asshole in the ether. Uh, so... Everybody started changing their name to Elon Musk and fucking yes. with him. Oh yeah, and he kept cha- he kept moving the goalposts all yeah. day. Free speech kept getting less and less free as the more things because uh, everyone changed their fucking profile picture to his. Yeah, and, and kept changed their shit like oh like oh my god, there was an exchange between him and fucking oh one of the one of the right wing asshole trolls Shapiro Shapiro yeah, yeah. but there was just Something like about a, his wife yeah a com- a conversation between the two which was just fucking so hilarious. hilarious. Uh, so, it has gone about as well as, as can be expected. Um, so, people have been doing that. Another one was uh, uh, someone pulled an Iron Man on Lockheed Martin, uh, made a Lockheed Martin account, and said we were no longer be making uh, weapons of war, yep. and their stock dropped uh, several billion dollars. These are companies that don't like that shit. No. I mean, no company would. But these are... It, it, it's not just... Uh, uh, on your list of evil, greedy, right-wing corporations, yeah. pharmaceutical it's not like companies, dick sporting goods, right? Uh, <laughs> as on the list of your your evil mega corporations that are that have hardcore right-wing ties, yeah, there is no one better than defense contractors and pharmaceutical people. Yeah. Uh, and the two giants are Eli Lilly and Lockheed Martin, and they both they lost a collective more than Elon paid for Twitter this week yeah. uh, in stock valuation. Yeah, and they, just they, from those, they don't like to know that cost, they lost that money because he fucked around. And it cost $16 to do it. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to get... I imagine he's going to get sued to oh, bejesus. Oh, I can't even imagine how many much law, many lawsuits are coming his way. Because, again, these are not just big-time companies. They're big-time companies with fucking lengthy lawyers. Oh, yeah. Oh, We've got oh, fuck teams yeah. and yeah. teams and yeah. teams who... Yeah, these are the people that... <laughs> well, Eli Lilly specifically isn't, but these are the types of people that have gotten away with murdering tens of thousands of people with opioids. Yeah. Uh, through lying and, yeah, and, and other, uh, other you things. You know, and uh, Lockheed Martin pretty much, you know, helped start a war. <laughs> <laughs> and will keep them going as long as possible. Yes. Um, um, so these are the type of people who uh, will sue him into the fucking ground. Yeah. Uh, it's very clear he has no idea what he's doing. No, the, and the best part is all of the fucking people still leaping hit to his defense, claiming he is a genius. Mm. Like, well, because uh, I mean, he laid off like half the people. Yeah. On like day one or two, and then asked half of them to come back. Yeah, and then and they were like, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Or I'm sure they got much much better deals. One of my with, favorite with clauses. <laughs> you know? One of my favorite uh, news. I can't remember if it was AP or whatever it was, but just the the last line of the article about it was, uh, I don't know, whatever. It, AP uh, reached out to Elon Musk for, for comment, but Twitter no longer has a communications department. <laughs> <laughs> it was written completely seriously, and it yeah. was factual, but it was just hilarious. It's just yeah, a it's hilarious a, it's line. An onion, every day, it's an Onion article headline yeah. for him on Twitter. And people will still and be all, like, he's a genius, man, he's a genius. You don't invent rockets and do this. Without, and it's like, he didn't invent anything. Read one fucking biographical yeah. article, dude. He was a goddamn kid of an emerald miner. Right. Who was born... By emerald miner, he mean the guy that owned the emerald mine. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not, <laughs> not, like, not, not like, a guy that was working there. No, yeah, the guy who owned the South African emerald mine. Right. You know, always good people to you know get involved with there. And he is... And all of this because he's just desperate to be funny. 
Oh, I know. Des- it is. It's embarrassing. Some of the stuff is embarrassing to read. Yeah. Because no, he, it's like, like oh, dude, you could literally he is so desperate. You are the world's richest man. Hire a writer. Yeah, and all, that, and, that's and, another and example. No one would ever know. He, no one would ever know. But you would right. know, and you know you're not funny, so it kills you. Hire Liz Lemon. Uh, <laughs> he he does. He's another example, though, just like Brett Favre, where you're the richest man in the world. You could just. But I, I have Just continue seen, being rich. I've seen a couple of things where, like, look, you can say a lot of things about Mark Zuckerberg, but he knows to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's true. That might be his best quality. Yeah. It's Zuckerberg that, is rarely ever in the news. Yeah. Because no good can come of it. Yeah. No one thinks you're funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no one. Yeah. And the best, the best exchange for, well, it wasn't even an exchange. That's why it was so funny. Uh, part of this, uh, when Twitter Blue first came out, it was partially Stephen King was kind of involved because he was basically like, "I'm fucking paying eight dollars. Yeah, you should be paying this. me. Yeah, you, I'm fucking creating your content for you." Uh, so just desperate to be liked, Elon's going back and forth with him. And then King posted something else the other day, mm-hmm. and Elon posted something under there. King ignored it. He posted something else. King ignored it, and I'm just thinking, "Oh my god, this is so embarrassing yeah. right now." And then he ended up pulling it, and he then he ended up the and he deleted the tweets. I'm like, "Oh my people god, are this like, is so sad." It's still there, dude. Yeah, screenshot. This is so sad. Yeah, uh, but that is the absolute best way to handle someone like that. Is just fucking. You, you're not even important enough to me for me to yeah. respond to. Yeah, I, and I love that people like again. It's, it's shaming, but people are like still posting like the photos of him when he was like fucking twenty and like going bald. And, oh yeah, and they're like. Or him just a couple of years ago with Maxine? Galeen, uh yeah. Maxwell or whatever. Uh, yeah, good stuff going on on Twitter right now. Oh, it's, it's been fucking delightful. It's, How did we get there? I don't know. But between that and the, the right-wing Republicans losing their shit this week, mm. it's, I'm okay with losing the House by a, a seat or two just to, just to see what we've seen this week with the world fucking, with the Republican world losing their collective fucking minds. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a pretty wild week. Yeah. That's why I didn't watch a lot of movies this week, because I was fucking glued. I was either reading my book or glued to the fucking political news, just cackling my ass off as all these fucking red wave dreams just came crashing fucking down. To the point now where there is still a chance they might not get any majority. I know. Which would be pretty crazy. It it doesn't fucking happen. No. Mid-fucking presidential term, it does not happen. Uh, And it's fucking... Even when shit goes well... Usually the other side loses half. Yeah, you know, they they lose yeah. a bunch. It's yeah. Usually the house flips um, during yeah during midterms. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty wild week. Uh, the night of the election, we were um, this is my segue. Yeah, good segue. We were uh, distracted by uh, I don't know if we mentioned it last time, but I just learned recently that when you record your other podcast, that you live stream it. Um, so I was very excited about this. <laughs> so, um, uh, but I, n- without realizing how fucking late you guys start, it was, I was. And that was an early start, dude. I almost texted you at like 9.15 and like, man, I'm not going to make it. I am because, nodding off. Again, all power to both the guys, but they both have younger kids, yep. Nathan especially. Um, so sometimes we don't start to like, like I'll be on at 9.15 and we don't start till fucking 10.15. And I'll be like, I mean, they both have jobs, too. They both work at a um, Cleveland State College uh, down in Tennessee. But I'm like, guys, I can't fucking be up until midnight. 
Oh, congrats for congrats on Tennessee for finally outlawing slavery this week. By the way, uh, <laughs> I know it's great. Well done. They, every once in a while, Nathan or Eric will text me something that, from like from a newspaper God. down there, and they're like, "I fucking hate the South." The South is, and I mean, for Nate, it actually got really better something. He, he originally grew up in Alabama. Jesus, so Christ. it's got he, he he has gone from Alabama to Florida to Tennessee. Well, <laughs> where, I'm always like, Jesus, Nathan. Where in Tennessee are they? Uh they are near. Uh, they're in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is confusing as shit. Um, it's, I think, it's closer to Chattanooga. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know why I asked. It does nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Nashville's here, Memphis is on the other side, and Chattanooga's right. kind of up towards the top, okay. I think. I feel like I'm right, but I'm double checking myself because so is that far too like, often. is that like uh, Kenneth Parcell Mountain Territory? No, I don't believe so. Okay. I don't fucking know. What do I know about he's Tennessee? From, he's from Stone Mountain, Georgia. I know, but like a uh, Georgia uh, does does uh, you know? <clears throat> Where's my jar of marijuana? Did I lose it? Oh I no, I, I took it back. They're middle south. I was thinking okay. Knoxville is middle north, but yeah. All right. Yeah, but yeah, because here here here's like actually they're they might be close to the Stone Mountains. Ah, uh, see, they're near the Chattahoochee. Oconee National Forest. Welcome to... Yeah, Chattanooga's right on the border. I, I thought they were the northern border. Well, you learn something about ten, new about Tennessee every day. Uh, or maybe... Oops, sorry. I say that and I say Chattanooga. So I'm, I might be wrong. They might, might be closer to Knoxville. Nice. Cleveland. Long story short... Uh, the the episode this week was the popcorn punch out to decide what Korean okay, movies no, Cle Cle Cleveland is. Oh Jesus, right there. So yeah, they are right next to Chattanooga. There we go. Uh, which because the the topic of the month is Korean movies, uh, which you know we like to talk about, uh, and the the popcorn punch out to find out what movies you'd be watching was what the episode Tuesday night was. <clears throat> so you had a list of 30 or so? Roughly 30. Oh, 20, um, 20 went in total. 20 went in. But yeah, I, we had a list of 30 to choose from initially. Uh, and I I said, because uh, after it was over, we um, I popped on after they were done recording. I popped, because you do it on Discord, I popped on and we just chatted for a few minutes after. And uh, I was mentioning that you've explained it to me Several times, yeah. How it works, but you can't understand it until you watch, and then when you watch it being done, uh, it is because it is overly complicated. It's comically comp complicated. Um, it sounds like uh, cones of Dunshire style rules. Yes, uh, in some cases. So I I won't try to explain it again on air because we we have tried to explain it before. Let's just say. Uh, I now understand, not the frustration, but how things that you would think would make it through won't. Yeah. And then it, it gets hot. It gets tough because we had talked about how, uh, like, look, the Bong movies are great. Mm -hmm. The Park movies are great. You can go anywhere for that shit. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of stuff out there about Parasite. Mm -hmm. I watched a couple things about Handmaiden just the other night. Um, there's 
what I was excited about, or what I am excited about, is listening to someone other than you and I talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but it almost seems inevitable that because you get you you as the three when I say you the, the three of you are when you're doing your your debating and deciding and voting and stuff is no matter how much you want to branch off a little bit, it's almost like well I can't vote against Parasite. Yeah. And that's one of the problems. I mean, I love that we do the audience picks. But one of the things is the audience pick, if it gets shot down in the first round, automatically advances anyway. Because it was the audience's first pick. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Usually, Eric and I do not know which was the audience's first pick. We don't know. Okay. Nathan usually does. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. Because it's like... And again... (laughs) I mean, Parasite was had a one in six chance of not even being into the draft because it was it came down both that and Old Boy were the final two names pulled from right. the, from the twenty. Right. So there were four other ones that didn't get pulled. So one other draw and Parasite doesn't get in there. And then I kind of like that it was Parasite versus Old Boy. So I'm like, oh well, this will get rid of one. Get of rid them. of one of them. Yeah. Nope. Because <laughs> again, the chaos cards and they do what they're there for. Yeah. They create fucking chaos sometimes. Yeah. Um. And that's how we, I mean, yeah, two out of our three are two that I feel would have gotten picked anyway. Like, just randomly. Yeah. um, Now, even though those are the three you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, like, on Tuesday, are you doing an Outlaws episode? Yes, Outlaws. It goes Outlaws, then Handmaiden. No, Outlaws, Parasite, Handmaiden. Then Parasite the Handmaid, which is actually a, a pretty good progression because all of them deal with so society, so the structure of society. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all very different movies. Yeah. So. But you do, yeah. You still have, uh, <clears throat> um, it would have been like true, symmetry is not the word, but uh, you've got two prestige ones. Mm-hmm. You've got one action gangster mm-hmm. and then kind of two prestige ones yeah i i would have been happier with just one of the two pick a park or a bong yeah give me the a gangster one whether it's outlaws or whatever and then give me either one of the horror-ish ones like the whaling mm-hmm. or i really wanted the whaling to go in but again luck yeah. of the draw it didn't yeah yeah or something like uh, one of the revenge ones, like yep. Man from Nowhere or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or even a taxi driver. Yeah. Because that was the other one I was really kind of pushing for was a taxi driver. Yeah. But again, sometimes, like, how many times during the first round did you hear me go, like, fucking Christ? Oh, yeah. Because well, it was two the, films yes. I did not want going up against each other, right. going up against each not other. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, like, I don't want one of them out. I want to weed out some of the other shit first. Right. Because I feel like... And that happens every time. Yeah. Like, we did an alien fucking draft back in, like, June. No, May. Where fucking Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars ended up winning in yeah. the final three. And I will never in a million years name that one of my top 25 right. alien films. But it just... <clears throat> the way... The, the, the films it went up against and the way it just locked itself in. Because it, yeah. it would get voted out. Nathan would throw his chaos card to move it ahead into like the right, and it just kept getting pulled, right, and it kept getting very favorable matchups. Yeah, and sometimes that's just the way it fucking works. Because it would have been it would have been awesome to see gangster movie or action gangster, and then 
I would say either one of the horror, so like the uh, I, and I would pick the wailing, mm -hmm. or uh, and I said it in the chat or in the thing while you guys were trying are discussing like Man from Nowhere that like that's like an essential. Yeah. Uh, that's like the revenge movie. I mean, okay, look, old boy is old boy, mm -hmm. but that is more like a prestige revenge. Yeah. Whereas this is Man from Nowhere is action revenge. It's yeah. like a it's John Wick, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and like. That movie, uh, I, I don't know exactly, but, like, if you looked at... Well, oh, this is a good way to look at it. If you look at, like, Lifetime box office, mm -hmm. uh, Man From Nowhere is very high on that list. Yeah. In, in South Korea. Uh, because everyone went to see it. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, Old Boy, it, again, is is a much better movie, and it's a classic mm -hmm. and all that stuff, but it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, not everyone here watches every PTA movie. Yeah. You know? But they do watch... Every Russo Brothers movie, or you know, whatever you know, at least they did. Yeah, at least they did. Pick an action, yeah. uh, you know what I mean. Um, really, uh, Tony Scott. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that's so. So in that, that's what I mean when I say it's like it's it's an essential revenge movie uh, for South Korean cinema. And then do one of the prestige ones, whether it's pick a bong or a mm. or a park. Um, I am. It does give me a reason to uh, rewatch Handmaiden. I was I wanted to order the Blu-ray with the extended, but it won't be here until December second. Oh. So, <clears throat> so, fuck it, I'll just wait. Well, you never know; it might come early. Well, that's what I was thinking. Um, that it might get because, and it, it's also good because it's the last. Maybe I'll just order it right now and then take my chances. If it gets here, it gets here. Because uh, I know a lot of times when I've ordered from overseas, it shows up like a week and a half yeah. earlier than it says it will. Yeah, see, it's saying... just to, it just gives you that in case. You know, in case customs fucks with it for a while. Right. I'll go ahead and order it now, then. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful fucking Blu-ray. Yeah. And you get both editions of the film on it, so. Uh, it's a nice little slipcase set. Ordered. Um, now, Will, I know Eric said that he's still going to try to watch some of the other things yeah. of the movies. And Nathan, Nathan will, too. Do you... Briefly talk about like the other ones that you. It, it'll come up. Yeah, it'll come up. Because that I, I'm curious about that too to see just to see what people think about. Well, one of the things Man that we nowhere. do when we talk about the film, we talk about the films that it beat to get there. Okay. Um, and if we thought because that's what we started that with the Mads Mikkelsen one. Yeah. Because with the Mads Mikkelsen draft, we we didn't know half the fucking films. Right. We're like these. I mean that draft. All of us went in fucking blind. Yeah. I just, it came about because I'm like, hey, I really like the term March Madsness. <laughs> you start, you started with a name and then yeah, and then, and then it just snowballed from there. So like, yeah. oh, hey, well, let's think about which films we want. Because it used to be, we, we, we'd think of a category. Yeah. And then we'd just debate which ones we'd <laughs> want to watch. And often, we'd debate too long and be like, fuck, we got to record tonight. Yeah. Uh, what film are we fucking talking about? I, uh. So we, that's when we decided to start doing this. So much that next month. We're doing the punch out category punch outs. I voted on it already. Did you? Yes. Awesome. Um, this what I did is I I think I only voted for I, I think I did this correctly. I only voted for five things and I gave them all five and put, that's a great way to do. Gave it. zeros to everything else. Yeah, because that's not how I did the Korean one and I think that was a mistake. Um, I can't remember which ones I picked, but yeah, I'm not big on the rank choice voting for this. <laughs> well, it it skews. It's it, it can be because like some people will be like oh my god we we got only four votes but all four votes were for a five see this I, film got eight votes and most of them were three so it ended up winning 
It might yeah. be a better way to do it to either do, okay, pick five, that is your option, mm-hmm. without scoring anything, yeah. or rank these. Put I them in the did, order. I think we did just the pick five the first time, and it didn't work out well, because we had like, well, five people voted, and we've got 25 different films. Oh, right, right, you know? right. You needed some it sort of score. It didn't score. narrow down shit. <laughs> what if you picked five and ranked those five? That wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, that's essentially what you can do now. Yeah. Uh, you could just go, you could give a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, but if you do that... But you're only picking the 5 you want. That's right. not a bad idea. Right. I will bring that up. Um, I mean, whatever system is fine, but... <laughs> what, it, there is... Uh, so well, it's I, interesting, because it, it's almost always when we do this, with the exception of the Australian punch-up, because again, not many popular, super popular Australian right. films. Um, usually the audience picks are exactly what you think they would be. Yeah. So... Crocodile Dundee and Fortress. Uh, dude, we ended up talking about Fortress. Yeah. Oh, and Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mad Max is one of the audience picks in that one. Mad Max, uh, Walkabout was another one. You know, the it's ones the that are list. like yeah. the pinnacle, uh, Picnic at Hanging Rock, the pinnacle. Yeah. Ooh, that's when you need to watch if you hadn't watched Picnic at Hanging Rock yet. I think I have it. I think we made a list when yeah. you guys were talking about it, and I, I have a I have a a, play, a watch list of just yeah. Australians. That so. kind of goes into what Andrea and I are doing <clears> next year, because we, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to have a, a Friday night movie night. We try to anyway. Yep. But it usually turns into what are we gonna fucking watch? Right. Um. So what we're gonna do on Friday night? Friday night's gonna be our Criterion night. Oh, so we're okay. only going to watch Criterion films on okay. Friday nights for the next year. Um, just because we have a lot. <laughs> and it would be nice to watch them all. I was going to say, it would be a depressing affair at my house. How many times do you want to see Come and See this year? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it would be A Hard Day's Night, Parasite, Oakja, Memories, uh, yeah. uh, Double Indemnity, and Come and See. And Robin just speaking like, can, can we watch the Beatles again? Yes. <laughs> Because when when the second least depressing film is Oakja, <laughs> I was I was so close to being in the right frame of mind to watch All Quiet the other night, oh. uh, but I got I was too tired. But I was ready to do it, so that's something. Yeah, it's I stopped watching it. It's a step. I guess it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Everything I've heard is it's a fucking amazing film. But yeah, you need to be in that headspace. Uh, what was I looking for? But oh, yeah, with for... with Criterion films, I can at least narrow our list down of like which ones hasn't Andrea seen, which ones would she like to watch again. Because, I, I mean, the collection is so fucking varied. Yeah. It's like the best part of it. It's like, oh, well, do you want to watch this Iranian film? Or this Hitchcock film? Or fucking this Paul Thomas Anderson film? Or this Scorsese film? Or this documentary about gay cowboys eating pudding? You know? <laughs> uh, so I watched... Um... Oh, that, that's the, never mind. Um, so if you were, if you were going to other, obviously, other than obviously rewatching the outlaws, what would you watch between now and the outlaws episode? Would it be just the outlaws or would you also watch like whatever it lost to? Uh, or I know, I know. Um, I would probably watch because again, I, I had the advantage where I'd seen most of the shit. Right. Um, I would probably see watch again if I hadn't. What it lost or what it beat to yeah. get there. Um, I, I'm probably going to try to watch like the at some point during the month, like the villainous and yeah. you know, the one, the few that I hadn't seen. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to watch those. But like Nathan, Nathan especially, fucking because that dude just stays up all damn night. Yeah. Um, he 
will try to watch everything. Yeah. Everything that made it, he will try to watch. Nice. He'll probably try to watch all 30, but he will definitely watch the 16 that made it in. Yeah. Which will, and, and that's part of the fun sometimes. It's like, this is, he's never watched Parasite. Right. So as much as I don't want to talk about it again, right. or I don't want to talk about it, he's watching it for the first time, so that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. I, I wonder, <clears throat> I'll be interested to hear that because, mm-hmm. this is going to sound douchey, it's hard to get it on the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, I, it sounds douchey, it's but not, like. It's not as good the first time. That is true. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I, watching it thinking, yeah, that's a really fucking good movie. But you're, so but, much of your mental energy is on the language and the plot. What, everything what's else. Next, yeah. What's happening next? What is guesses. going on here? Uh, once you're freed from that, yeah. it, it's. Because I, I remember the first time really I watched something. it. really something. I was disappointed it wasn't some fucking. something super weird living in the basement. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed that it was just a dude. Yeah. But then I'm like. But that opened up. I, that had to have been hinted at, and you you learn you start to learn like yeah, what things the housewife the I mean the caretaker did there to right keep him in there and the reasons why he's there right and how and this that, family is heading in that direction and that the the light above the stairs is faulty because it flickers all the time yeah and stuff like that yeah um, <clears throat> so I'll be interested to hear uh, someone after a first watch same I think with uh, Handmaiden yeah. Because, well, that movie's bonkers, yeah. uh, for one. Uh, but that one, you spend a lot of the first watch uh, just kind of looking at it. Like, it's Such just gorgeous. gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Every minute little detail, every, they, they look perfect yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, boy, for the, the, the two prestige, like, really prestige Korean uh, filmmakers are so precise yeah. and attention to detail that, mm-hmm. like, it's almost overwhelming. Like, yeah, it is. That's why they're so eminently rewatchable. Yeah. Um, so, I'm. How much longer is the the other version of Handmaiden? Another half an hour. Yeah, so half an hour, forty five minutes. Closer or to three. It's like two hours and fifty five minutes or something. Okay. Um, and and again, you don't even notice them. No, because you, really you can don't. you can watch that movie episodically. Yeah, because um, I did. Yeah, um, yeah. It, at every twist. Yeah, stop watching for a while. Because the first twist is like an hour in. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> you get uh, and it, and it has kind of these sharp breaks. It's it's also um, super easy to pick back up on. Mm-hmm. Um, because the story is so the. The weird porn collection and mm-hmm. whatnot. I don't want to give too much away in case anyone's listening that is going to be watching it. But <clears throat> I know yeah. I, I still when you find out what's what's in that basement, <laughs> much different. <coughs> and you're just like, what? not a dude waiting for his <sighs> milk. Yeah. Uh, spoiler for Parasite. Uh, so I am I am looking forward to watching uh, the Outlaws again because I watched so many of those movies mm-hmm. last year that like they well, are they are all the same to me. Well, that's why I think that one's such a good one to start with because it's not mentally demanding. You right. can just enjoy it, right? And it's a good introduction to a lot of the themes you see in Korean films. Yeah, it's fucking Madong who is just fucking yep. you know charismatic as all hell. It's just it's just a. I say it's just a good fun time, even though some horrific shit happens in that film. Yeah, but after a but while, if you see the raid, you're like, yeah. okay, oh yeah, it's, there's 
I don't know that aside from this is one thing I love about Korean films. What was gun violence? Well, yeah, it's not all well, shootouts. They're all stabby, stabby. There's <laughs> yeah. no fucking guns there. Yep. Um, I don't think anything that I watched uh, Korean wise, Korean movie wise, was had the same. Unless it was like The Wailing, yeah. had the same kind of darkness as The Raid. Yeah. The Raid feels dark and dirty. Yeah. I mean, I saw The Devil does too. Yeah. But when fucking Storm Shadow is there. It's hard. It's hard to, you know what I mean. Like it, it's it's tough to to really uh, get that grimy feeling. Yeah. Although it's that movie is that's about Andrew, as dark as that's possible. What Andrew and I will watch tonight. I saw the Devil. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I know that would be a good one to. Uh, have fun going back to work tomorrow, hon. <laughs> that would be a good one to just have a camera on Andrea the whole time. Yeah. And be streaming. Especially because she gets very flinchy. Streaming just her reaction. Yeah. <laughs> she gets very flinchy. And for someone who has literally stuck her hands inside of human beings. Yeah. Like, she gets very... Well, it's different. Antsy around that shit. And... <clears throat> uh, so, I, I it, it's also a, a comfort thing. Once you've watched a bunch of them, it doesn't feel as foreign anymore. So, therefore, it kind mm -hmm. of makes the the... That that part of the the discomfort is gone, so you're just yeah. kind of there for the fun, the <laughs> the fun of I saw the devil, um, but nothing is as dreary to me as the raid, and I don't think anything is as visceral as the raid. There's no no that film was fucking visceral. There's no guy getting his neck. Cracked over a broken door, you know, shit like that. That scene's so fucking it's, amazing. It, it is really that, is. That I, You're like, oh, what's he gonna do? Oh, yeah. oh, that's what he's gonna do. Oh, uh, I just watched. Uh, is it Taka the captain, the one that uh, the little yeah. guy kills? Um, he's in. He's the bad guy in the Swordsman, which I just oh. rewatched last week. Um, do I own this on Voodoo? What? The Outlaws. The really? Outlaws is not on Voodoo. Outlaws, but I think I might have. I might. Did I purchase it at one point? You might have, but it won't be on Voodoo. It would be on. Uh, it's only Amazon. on. It's only on Amazon. It's playing on Tubi right now. That's how I'm going to rewatch. Yeah, it's on a couple different. Yeah, I because I don't. I have, but the Roundup is available on Voodoo, but the uh, the Outlaws is not. Because it's actually relatively cheap on Amazon right now. How much is it? Seven ninety nine. Hmm. Um. Yeah, because I think I might have streamed it on Prime last time. Yeah, I don't. It, it's it's usually available. I don't remember where I. I don't, actually, I could, I could look it up where I where I did watch it. But I'm gonna rewatch it on Tubi. Tubi is fucking loaded. Tubi's got a ton of shit right now. I know our uh, regular dude, uh, the dude we watch a lot. Um, not Screen Drive. Uh, fuck the the guy who has the fucking YouTube channel about what's on Hulu and what's on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just did one recently for like. Just stuff. That's Tubi's on got better shit than Netflix right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just um of the list of movie of Korean movies that I've seen. One. Oh shit. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, actually, if I check my Amazon, that'll show me if I've got it. I mean, not my Amazon, my Apple Plus. Because anything I buy on Amazon shows up on Apple Plus. Yes. Anything. Anything that's part of movies anywhere. Yeah. Will. Um, so 20, yeah, so 26 movies, 26 Korean movies that I have seen are on Tubi right now. Uh, including Burning, including The Villainous, 
including assassination. These are ones that, that you guys talked about the other night. Uh, if uh, the whaling is there, oh, Apple Plus TV is going up from four ninety nine a month to six ninety nine a month in December. Ooh, fucking Christ! Uh, Bittersweet Life is there. Did you guys talk about that? You did. It came up and lost. Yeah, it came up and lost. Uh, JSA is there. Uh, the other Vengeance movies, Mother is there, Nameless Gangster, that one you didn't talk about, Man From Nowhere is there. Um, yeah. So the Outlaws. <clears throat> are you going to, oh, are you going to watch the sequel? Oh, fuck, I forgot there's a sequel. That one you can get on Voodoo. Um, then yes, I will watch the sequel. Maybe we'll watch The Outlaws tonight and the sequel tomorrow. I didn't... <clears throat> I, What's it called again? Um, the Roundup. The Roundup, that's right. They go to China. Or... Oh, shit. Or Don Lee goes to China. I think he's the only cast member that's that's the same. Hey, if you're going to bring back one I guy... I mean, he's... You know, see, not a lot of them survived. It's. I mean, it's not a stretch to see that, that he he's the rock. Yeah. He's He makes those movies for Koreans. And he is the same type. I mean, he's very affable and everyone likes him and everyone just wants to see him put his fist through people's chests because he's enormous yes, and 100 and he does it smiling um although people like it when he gets all punchy punchy my favorite thing is when he slaps people oh yeah when he just open hand slaps him in the side yeah, of the neck and sends even, him flying yeah. you're not even worth my punch yeah, i don't even want to close my fist for you i'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna slap you out of the way uh great stuff um so I'm excited to rewatch The Outlaws because I don't remember much of it. Because there are so many movies that are... Because that one is, is yeah. a lot of that is like The thing for that I remember fighting. most is the, is the hotel. Like the massacre in the hotel. That's what I remember the most. Yeah, I remember... Because I think it's a hotel. I'm pretty sure it's a hotel. Like It might have even been one of the opening scenes when you get introduced to the... Is it a Chinese gang that comes in and tries to take over so, yeah. a Korean gang? Yeah, neat. So there's a ton of... Uh, Chinese gang, Korean gang, and the cops, and that little triangle. And then, like, New World is Japanese gang, Korean gang, and the yeah. cops. Uh, so th there's several that are like that. And then even on top of that, other ones like, uh, uh, what was I looking at? The Unjust and... Um, Shoot, what was the name of that other one? It doesn't matter. There's a bunch in that genre, so they all kind of bleed together for me, so I'm excited to rewatch The Outlaws. Um, I've already watched Parasite this year, but I'll probably just watch it again. I'll watch it again, Because it's, it's really easy it's to watch. It's not a bad yearly watch. Um, I watched it uh, in February, because my idea was that I would watch it. Maybe i watch the black and white version. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, but then... <clears throat> It's just like, what did we talk... Oh, when we always talked about Mad Max. Like, yeah. like oh, I'm going to watch the black and white version. No, I'm not. No. Because, <laughs> the, not the best thing, but like one of the amazing things about that movie is the color. Yeah. Um, I did watch on the Criterion, though, of Parasite, the little, I don't know, it's like a 12-minute thing of Bong and the, and the DP talking about what they did to make the black and white. Mm -hmm. They didn't just flick a switch. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of work and cause they, they wanted to make sure that some things still stood out. And if you just flip it to black and white, sometimes mm -hmm. it just, yeah. it had to look a certain way. So there was a lot of work and a lot of care put into the black and white version of Parasite. So for that reason. Yeah. I mean, this is the whole, 
one of the reasons I'm not super disappointed with Parasite because yeah, now I can watch because I haven't watched the Criterion disc at all yet. Yeah. So now I'll be able to like, watch that and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it looks great, and uh, <clears throat> but nothing looked better. I mean, maybe it's just because it's an older movie, but uh, memories on mm. the even though it's the 2K or whatever, yeah. not the actual 4K 4K, it looks awesome. Uh, Okja is legit 4K, yeah, which means I can't watch it on the PS4 Pro because apparently that doesn't play true 4K. <laughs> but so I have to watch that upstairs. Um, but Okja looks. I didn't watch it. Watch it, but. I just put it on to see what it looked like. It just, one, of, one of the things I wish Criterion did was I wish they offered digital. Like, yeah. code, but they can't because that's just the way their licensing works. Yeah. I mean, they own some of the films. Like, anytime you see Janus films, it's one of theirs. Oh, yeah. They own it. But, like, most of the stuff, they don't. <laughs> so, if you if you had a download of it, it would probably be for a very limited time. Yeah. And who wants that? I wonder what... I don't know how I would test it other than just eyeballing it, but I have the the you know quote unquote 4K digital of Parasite. Plus, I have the I have like four copies of Parasite. <laughs> um, I have one just because I like the steel book. Yep, the that steel book is awesome. Yes, the, it is. I would agree. Uh, the Criterion, and then I've bought it twice digitally because I bought it once HDX and then bought it again 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder what looks better. I bet I bet the 2K upscale disc looks better than the 4K stream. I bet it does. Um, I know that's one of the things. I, 4K streaming, like no, I the blacks it, do not the, come out. No, the blacks you will see the artifacting yeah. every anytime there's a shot of a sky, yeah, like where there's anything dark or a cloud, and like you'll see the artifacting every fucking yeah. time. And I'm like, I am streaming at a pretty high fucking capacity. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like, not, not a, yeah. it's not the the problems of ten years ago where you just didn't have the bandwidth. You yeah, got that, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not the issue. Yeah, I've never reached the full capacity of my streaming. It's why I have yet to rewatch The Northman because I'm waiting for Black Friday to buy the 4K disc. Yeah, because it's been available for. It's yeah. been on. I can't even imagine it's how, on Peacock? how Oh my god, it yeah. would look awful. How, how awful that would look streaming, just because uh, it's so dark. I, and I happened to watch a, a 4K disc review of of The Northman. There's a guy that does uh, 4K disc reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what his name is. I'm sure there's a billion of them on YouTube, but this is the guy that I watch. And he said, don't stream this, because yeah. you will be... It's hard to see in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to see in the theater. It, even with the 4K, like... I wished I had watched it at night, just because oh, yeah. of, just because of glare off of the television. Just yeah, just natural light. You know, yeah. I, I I'm kind of jealous of the system you have down here sometimes. Oh, like, that I can... You've just got your TV right here, and you can make this fucking. Pitch oh yeah, this black. Can, yes, this room can be pitch black at any time of day. Yeah, whereas my house, nothing is ever pitch black. Right. I kind of want that. It has been because um, this year I actually um, I've always had a 1080 TV down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot, or they're crazy expensive if you can find them at all. It's very difficult, because they don't sell a lot of them, uh, to find a 4K less than 40 inches. Mm-hmm. Or less than... Yeah. Yeah, less than 40 inches. Um, so this, the thing that I have down here now, is is just a 4K computer monitor. That's, mm-hmm. This is not a TV. I mean, mm-hmm. so there's no tuner in it or anything like that. It makes it kind of a pain in the ass, because you've got to do everything with the little input button at the bottom here. Mm-hmm. But um, it... With the with the PS4 Pro, it's 
almost better than watching upstairs on the big screen. Um, It's not as comfortable because we're sitting here in drafting chairs. (laughs) They're very comfortable drafting chairs. I I try to get uh, really good ones because I do sit down here for long periods of time. Um, But it's not the same as sitting in a recliner, you know. but the picture is it is a really good place to to watch a movie and you're right you can i can all i have to do is shut the lights off because yeah. I, I you know i have a curtain yeah, over i mean the even window. what's dark out of my house i still have like the street light outside yeah. which will come in the light from the fucking fish tank yeah um uh, you know there's always other ambient light right it's like oh, man i just want pitch black sometimes yeah yeah because during the day i mean because as you know i've spent a lot of time during the day upstairs uh as we get into fall, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's November now, but um, with the sun where it sits in the sky, the way my house is, is uh, the eastern side of the house, when the sun is is up and kind of moving across toward noontime, no matter what you do, there's a glare on the TV, yep. even with the curtains closed, because it comes right in that window. Yep. Um, so you'd need like heavy, heavy curtains just to, to cover that up and then as it kind of comes around and this is only a real problem now because the sun is lower in the sky this time of year uh then when it wraps around the back the the south side of the house mm. it's coming in just perfectly into the doors behind my couch so it's like <laughs> there isn't a good time during the day for yeah. me to watch anything that's dark yeah. so that that actually had as much to do with because uh, I know I've I've bemoaned the fact that I was on my ass for you know nine weeks or whatever or mm-hmm. eight weeks at this point and didn't watch anything. A lot of times I would be like, oh, I'm not going to watch anything now because this is not it's not going to be perfect. I know we've turned into such fucking I know it's snobs. It's, it, and I'm not going to fucking notice. Yeah, uh, unless I can have my DTS around yeah. in my yeah. 4K with complete blackout conditions, I have no interest in watching this film. That. Uh, that does bring me some. I have been. Meanwhile, half the shit I grew up, I watched on like a twelve-inch fucking black and white. Yeah, right. Standing an inch and a half away, so my parents wouldn't know I was still awake. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you could have the volume down real low. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still. I've still never nailed the audio. Mm. We've had several sound bars and subwoofer combos and satellite speakers, and I've still. Yeah, I'm. I would. I'm happy with my sound right now, but I still have to fiddle with it with every fucking film. It's so, it seems like it's so frustrating. Yeah. I I want to uh, like pay someone. Yeah. To come in and just. But yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I don't have an acoustically perfect room. Right. Because it's like here's my TV. Here's the the wall where a wall could be but no it's the entryway to the dining room exactly so sound escapes out there right i've got the other exit which then leads to the upstairs so there's that whole fucking yeah space like we're there where sound can exit to yeah i would have i i know like i get why people put like home theaters in their basement so you can fucking do that so you can design the sound properly right um yeah, in ours, it's tough to get any, because our living room is really long, mm-hmm. so it's tough to get any, um, like, rear, left, and rights symmetrical. Yeah. Like, so that they're the same distance. So exactly. you just end I up w- hearing... I like, would have to sit in the middle of my couch to do that, whereas, yeah. like, that's not how we sit in the couch. Right. I've got my spot, which right surround is here. Exactly. Left surrounds eight feet over that way yeah see with me it's the exact opposite what i end up doing because you can on ours you can 
like turn one or the other up and down, but it doesn't seem to do very much. No, it really the the so increments much. are so small that it, it feels. Yeah, I've sat and done those tests. Oh yeah, and it's like I'll be like, "This is perfect," and then the first movie, I'm like, "Nope, this is all fucking wrong." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I've started doing is because we just keep the the left rear on the table next to the couch. I just turn it around and face it the other way, and that so kind of that kind of fixes it. Um, because for some things that aren't really made to do surround, like watching a football game, yeah. Uh, if you have that left turned around, the only thing you can hear is crowd noise. Yeah. Like it, it out, it out blares the you know anything that's going on like mm-hmm. from the center speaker. So uh, sometimes I'll even unplug that one yeah. if I'm watching something that's just not supposed to be listened to <laughs> that way. Um, but yeah, sound sound continues to be my my biggest it seems like it was easier 20 years ago well it's because it wasn't as good there wasn't i I know is that oh i mean i think it's because there's more channels and they've gotten more particular and i mean you especially now with with home video being is important i i I wonder how much it's changed over streaming but like when dvd and blu-ray came out yeah people like companies started giving a fuck about what the sound sounded like at home because before like you could just have Fucking speaker there, speaker there, and that's yeah. all they outputted for, and it was okay. But now well, it's like they they can tweak it for some of these fucking seven point one systems, and it's like it's only optimal if you've got that seven point one, you know. System. Yeah, I I still feel like though that my years ago when I would have had two stand up speakers yep. on either side of your entertainment center and then a center speaker in the middle that just overall and a subwoofer yep. sounded better yeah. than whatever setup oh, I've been able I to I think the system I had at my apartment because I had the center channel the subwoofer yeah. the two front and then the two rear yeah. I think that sounds way better than what like you've got my now. current sound bar with the yeah. two rear and the subwoofer yeah um, we this one I know they have a channel now that like projects up to Jesus like Christ. up center and I'm like come on Come on, man. <laughs> now you're making me fuck with ceiling height. Unless I'm watching a, unless I'm watching a fucking movie with helicopters, I don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be like, oh, that's, that sounds really high. What's <laughs> happening? Uh, yeah, the, the the setup that I have down here right now, the, the sound bar and the subwoofer are actually what we had in the living room for a while. And I don't know that it's not better than the setup we have upstairs. Yeah. Um, well, you've got a very contained area too for it. Yeah. Uh, th- well, that's another challenge of down here. Uh, the 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 sound doesn't escape anywhere. It's all sucked into the tube. Yeah. We're in a little alcove here. Yeah. I wonder. Colin's upstairs listening to the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, sound sounds a motherfucker. That's that's the point of that story. Uh, See, and you were worried we didn't have anything to talk about this I know. week, and we've talked about fucking everything. I know. We, we even forgot everything that... from eggs to surround sound. Right. Uh, we even forgot that uh, to note when football started, started. They've been going for 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, none of my guys are done jack shit. Yeah, right now most of my guys are... Yeah, they've cut a few passes. Oh, there we go. How's the... Uh, Amon Ra has six receptions for 86 yards. He's scoring some points for me this nice. week. Thank fucking Christ, because he's been worrisome. Well, he's been out. Yeah. Well, even when he was out, he was... Mm, Although Josh Allen is not doing great. Well, he can't feel his fingers, so yeah. that's a problem. 
but I'm playing Nick this week in our league, and his guys are not doing great. Wow, he had to start. He had to start the Cleveland's fucking quarterback. Ouch. Nice. What's he got on the bench? Oh, Chase. This is. Hmm. Oh, he had Mariota. Mariota actually put up decent numbers this week. Sometimes he does. <laughs> that was a, that was an awful game. I tried to watch some of it. It was the third. That was the Thursday night game. It was. Those are bad teams. Yeah. It was Carolina and Atlanta. Speaking of that, NFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, rough stuff. Um. So we didn't actually talk about the movie that you watched. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we almost did. Yes. Two hours ago. Yeah. Uh, so Dan watched... Uh, we did, however, talk about the, the stuff surrounding... Talk about Harry Styles. Yes. yes. Um, but the movie itself, um, aside from all of the uh, behind-the-scenes yeah. and after uh, post-production drama, um, people were very mixed. That's being kind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even on my letterbox, like people who... I, some are like one and a half, two stars, and I'm like... Yeah. You gave it a four. I gave it a four. I enjoyed it. Okay. I think it, it's a good cross. It's like a good combination of, like, you took the Matrix and the Stepford Wives. Yep. And kind of put them together. And for the longest time, you don't realize it's the Matrix. Right. Because it's just like something's off. You don't really know what. Uh, one of the reasons I'm so high on it is this film was fucking art directed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, it is a gorgeous film. Uh, the costumes are fantastic. Everyone looks very put together. It, it does. It is a meticulously designed film. And that's one of the... And again, the plot is nothing new. But I kind of liked that it, it... Once you learn that, like, no, Harry Styles' character is a fucking incel. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, 100%, if this technology existed, dudes are kidnapping a woman and putting him in this. So that they can live out their little fucking happy fantasies we, in like the Matrix. We hundred percent. We watched the. Uh, this is my how how I know the plot. Um, this is how I know the plots of movies that I don't watch. We watched the pitch meeting before mm-hmm. we started recording. Was the pitch meeting in its criticisms accurate? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. percent. A lot of stuff is just flat out never explained. And yeah, but I mean, if you've watched science fiction films, and you might not know this is a science fiction film starting out, right? Shit isn't always explained, and shit is often. Kind of just left, like, oh, I don't know why that was that. It was, I mean, it also helps that, you know, I love fucking David Lynch films. Yeah. Where shit isn't explaining, and if you ask him to explain it, he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way he is. I don't need everything explained to me. Um, but I like what the film was trying to say. Um, yeah, because they're like, yeah, they're 100% accurate. Yeah, of course. She would never have been able to be kept like this. Right. Because she's a fucking surgeon at a very, very busy hospital. <laughs> Didn't anyone miss her? Yeah, so of course, the first place they would probably look for is her, his, their apartment that they share. Right. Of course. Um, you know, uh, the fact that he was unemployed for most of the film, I, of course, whatever menial job he, w- he was would have gotten would not have been able to pay for this fucking technology. Right. Yeah, there are shit like that, but that's, this isn't a film that's trying to get all the little plot details right, it's just trying to say, like, hey, this is how dudes think they can treat women. Was this based on a book? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, men, men, shitty men treat women terribly. The film. I, I wonder if, it, the film, uh, 
the movie. I wonder if a lot got because uh, I mean this is this is certainly nothing new. Um, films being adapted from books that just can't include everything. You yeah. just can't include every explanation. Yeah. It's a lot of times what our complaint is with King books because they're too long yep. to be made into a ninety-minute movie. Yeah. Um, so much gets left out that you're like you're missing what is great about this. Yeah. And I mean, this sounds to me the way I'm gonna say it. But Olivia Munn is still a relatively young and new filmmaker. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. Um, this was, this was, a lot to yeah. try to adapt. Yeah, it really was. Um, I thought she did very well with it. Um, and again, she had a other than Harry Styles, who like did she just put him in this because she wanted to fuck him? I don't know. I mean, probably. Probably she got her wish. Uh, so again, that, again, film's a success. Again, dude's been doing that for years. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Since, I love it every time people since are like, the beginning of oh, Hollywood. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, a director sleeping with one of the leads. Yeah. What? Um, fucking Christ! Even Spielberg did it. You know. And they're still together. Yes. Aren't they? They are, right? Maybe they're still married. I don't know. She's not in movies anymore. Who cares? It's, it's Cameron that's not. No, that yeah. is divorced. Yeah. I think Spielberg. Is, I think they're still together. Yeah. What's her name? Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, again, I think it. It's a very good film. I think it's fine. Um. And that's why I gave it a four. It's like, I would rewatch this to pick apart some details. To, to like look at the details a little more. Hmm. Um. Again. Gorgeous looking film. Uh, the supporting cast is underused. Uh, you got Nick, Nick Kroll. Really? Yeah, and um, fucking Jonah from Veep mm -hmm. is in it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I already talked about like Chris Pine is just criminally underused. Um, well, I think he has been, through some fault of his own, lumped in with the Hollywood Chris's. Yeah. And you make he is these not, kind. He is you not. make these movies. Yeah. Um, it's like, did any of you fuckers see Hell or High Water? Right. Give this man more work like that. Right. Um, he is capable. Captain Kirk paid the bills. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. I think because Olivia, I'm just seeing what else she has directed. I think it's only like two fucking films. Yeah. All filmography. She directed Ted Lasso the fuck out of her house though. Yeah. Tell you that. Um, can I not? Oh, oh, it's at the top. That's why I'm like director. Yeah, she directed Booksmart. That's right. <clears throat> which is which is a great film. Booksmart. I, I thought that good. was really good, but that film was asking a lot less of her mm. as a director. Um, Would you give Booksmart? Probably a four. Maybe a four and a half. I think I gave Booksmart. But yeah, four and a half. I mean that was on IMDb. That's a seven point one, and Don't Worry, Darling is a six point two. Yeah, which is still quite respectable. Six point two. Yeah. Um, and again, I think a lot of the negative just came from what all the shit that people were going into. It actually, no, it was not based on a book. It's a story by Carrie Van Dyke and Shane Van Dyke. All right, the uh, the power couple, uh, writing couple of Van Dyke and Van Dyke. Yeah, exciting. And the, they've not really written anything that's. I'm guessing a lot of the work went uh, went into Katie Silberman, who wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Because she also did work on Booksmart. 
Right. Ugh. Anything else on Don't Worry Darling? Don't know what it is? No, well well worth a watch. I would yeah. rec- I would highly recommend it. Um Bullet Train you finished? Yes. We'll we'll wrap up on a couple what a of great we What a great fucking That movie yeah. was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and smarter than you think. Yes. Like, did you watch the special features at all? No. This is one of the parts that just, like, totally won me over. Because um, when Tangerine dies, right. he, he, is, he jumps out of off, out of the thing, out of the bullet train, and falls off the bridge into the water. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, I saw that. The the post credit scene? Is that what you're talking about? Or the you're talking about features? Oh, no, this is a special feature. Okay, okay. The medallion that he's given from his brother? Yep. Is a Saint Christopher medal. Mm-hmm. That uh, he, he is the patron saint of a bunch of stuff, but also is said to protect against a watery death. Huh. So I'm like, worked. That's fucking clever. Um, it's full of a lot of little shit like that, which I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, well, yeah, and, and he drives a tangerine truck at the end. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, that that uh, kind of the opposite of the. Don't worry, darling. Is everything is explained. Yeah. Like, every little thing has a meaning. Every little thing, there's a reason. Things are where they are, and how... Th- and it, it's one of those things where everything just keeps getting tied mm-hmm. back in, and there's... You see something... And it's even stuff that you don't even know to question. Yeah. But then you go back and say, oh, that happened because yeah. of that. Oh, and I loved, like, when Brad was in the fight with Zazie Beats, and he ended up getting stabbed with the anti-venom. Yes. And then you're like... Now bet, he's going to... Bet you ten bucks that snake's biting him at some point. He's going to get bit by that snake. Yeah. Um, and it's... <laughs> that was... Well, the snake itself... That was a great scene when he got bit by the snake. Yes. He tried to take it off. Yeah. The snake itself was, if you remember, introduced as a background newscast. Yeah. And someone like, stole the snake. You're thinking like... Cause it, and, it's the, and it's not even one of those things where the camera is on the TV. Other shit's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um... And you're just thinking in the back of your head, that snake's coming back. It's going to make its way into this story somehow. Yeah, of course it is. And then it's not even explained what the snake is for. And you learn that the snake is one of the most important things in the movie. Like, as far as how things have happened Mm -hmm. and going back to even this this red wedding (laughs) that that caused a lot of this to be happening. It's it's a very uh, well-structured story. Uh, with lots of oh yeah, and then it's like uh, when with Tangerine the first first time he dies, mm. quote unquote, when he drinks the bottle, and and Brad is like, oh, you drank the water, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and yeah, like you said, just fucking this movie was throwing people at you left and right. Yeah, like oh hey, look, there's Joey King, there's Ozzy Beats, there's hey, I, I now know who Bad Bunny is. Who was that? He, he was the Hispanic dude. That's Bad Bunny. That's the guy that's going to star in a Marvel film about a character I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now that when someone says Bad Bunny, I can be like, oh, oh I've seen a the, movie with the him. The one in, in Bullet Train? Yeah. Um, and of the... It might be... It's it, it, David Leach, right? Is that his name? Hold on. i got to go turn that off because... That's going to be annoying. The belt on the dryer is like uh, a little bit squeaky, so it makes that high-pitched noise. Yeah, it's just, just high-pitched. Pausing though. for a second, even though we're pretty much close to the end, but hold on. All right, I'm back. I did leave the the, the washing machine going, because that's a way less irritating sound, if, if any of it's getting picked up by the mic. Um, of the David Lynch movies, of which now there are several, uh, I feel like Bullet Train is 
It's the newest, obviously. But it's the one that I feel like had the least fanfare. Yeah. And it's the best one? Yeah. Isn't it? I would agree it's the best one. Even including Deadpool 2 or whatever? Yeah, I would agree. I I mean, I like Deadpool 2. I like the John Wick movies. Mm -hmm. I liked Atomic Blonde. I did not have nearly as much fun with any of those. Well, Atomic Blonde is not as fun of a story. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, But... But still, those movies are still a good time. Yeah, uh, this was just a blast. Oh yeah, like even Andrea was like, "We need to own this." Yeah, this was something she'll rewatch. I mean, obviously because she loves Brad, right? But this is something she would like. I would rewatch this anytime. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, the other one that we never talked about uh, that I just watched that you'd watched a while ago was Nope. Um, and I a- wanted to another at film least... where the details matter. Yes. It, but it's an, uh, it's one that I wanted to touch on because uh, um, my brother has my voodoo on his, mm-hmm. like, he signed it on my voodoo. So, like, whenever I buy something new, he's like, oh, I wanted to watch that. So, it's like, so he had seen Nope on there. And uh, they started watching it. And I don't know how far they said they get into it. Because he, I, I, the last time I was in Greenville, he said, does Nope, like, pick up at some point? Because... I think the lulling to sleep part was not for him. Yeah. Well, and your your brother also hated Top Gun Maverick. He did. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he said he could. They couldn't stand it. I'm just like, we are done. <laughs> Top Gun. You have to. You have to with Top Gun Maverick. You have to to know the annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what that that what that quality yeah. is, but the the, the you got to shut that off and just watch it. Um, but Nope is a different animal. Um, and, and Nope takes its fucking time. It does. It really so, takes its time. Because I was trying to think about, like, if there is, like, a point in that movie where you just all of a sudden are like, oh, I'm in it now. But there, I don't know that there is. I think for me, it's when they, when you, when they first, ex- like, when you first really know, like, oh, this is exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, when it comes down and takes some shit, but even that—that's quite a ways in though. Yeah, it's it, it's a good oh, it's plus the hour mark. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if it's the sort of thing where uh, if you're not on board, you know, forty minutes in, yeah, you're you're probably not. You're gonna probably not gonna. Breath. You're probably not gonna. You're nothing that happens in the second hour. You have to be already in on it. I and. I don't think it's like one of the least alien invasion invasion movies there is. Yeah, I mean it's basically just a a a, a predator in that has taken over a little area. Yeah, I mean, just like in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a, I don't know, wolf is a bad example because they travel in packs. But like, if there's a bear, <laughs> I don't fucking, I don't know nature. Whatever man. animal in yeah. nature hunts on its own and then yeah. leaves once all the prey is gone. Right. Uh, and then someone who tries to exploit is. that. Yes. Um, someone was like, hey, this, we could make money off this predator if we just kept adding prey. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the whole idea of Which thinking, is metaphorical for Hollywood and so much... Because I've heard a lot of shit. People are like, what is with the fucking monkey story? Mm. And it's like... The monkey story is everything. Right. Because like, it's all about the exploitation of something that we can't control. and But yet still thinking you can. Yeah. Or yet... Still, not e- maybe not even thinking you can, but 
being blinded by uh, this. This is a foolproof brand. This is gonna make me tons of money. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that this chimpanzee is gonna freak out and fucking kill three people. How many people does it actually? At kill? least I think three or at least three. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the. I just, I love stuff like that. I, I loved his whole story. Yes. Like his little, and I love that everyone's like, what, why did the fucking shoe stand up? It's oh, like, yeah. if you're looking for like an actual reason, yeah, it's it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's it's the one thing that it's, and they kind of even talk about the one thing that's just really fucking strange in the moment that you, you fixate on. Yeah. And it's like, that's the whole thing that saved him is he couldn't take his fucking eyes off that shoe. Why is that shoe standing up like that? Yeah. And that's what saved him from making eye contact with the crazed killer monkey. But at the end of the day, it's a wild animal. Yeah. That's, there was no mystery beyond that. Yeah. At the end of the day, no matter how much training, it's a wild animal. Just like you can't reason with the giant space space jellyfish. Jellyfish. (laughs) Yeah. Because it doesn't care. Yeah. Your food. Yeah. That's... Yeah, you can keep feeding. You can think you can make money off it by feeding it horses. Yeah, all the time. Eventually, it's going to want more than that horse. Well, it it and it, it sees no difference. Yeah, and it is indifferent to yeah. how important the horse is versus a human. Yeah, like, it doesn't. They're care. both food. Yeah, I, mean, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, and but man, the uh, when it's hovering over the house. With the people inside it that are being digested. Oh, and it just fucking sprays. And you can not a horror movie. I'm like, oh, except for that scene where it sprays sprays blood over the house for like eight minutes. But (laughs) the fact that you can hear the people yelling and stuff is so unsettling. Yeah, (laughs) that's to me that was the most unsettling part of the movie, other than the what turned out to be a harmless kind of not really a jump scare, but when the kids have the masks on. Mm -hmm. I thought Robin was going to go through the fucking ceiling when that. That was a great because the kid is just fucking standing there, and then. Does he turn around and it's hanging down behind him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was so good. Oh, uh, and, and and don't you love more now, like, uh, I, I can't remember if it was Logan or Jake Paul that made the fucking comment about, like, the whole point, what's yeah. the, the point behind the motorcycle fucking journalist, like, not journalist, but paparazzi type yeah, thing. And yeah, it's yeah. like, um, dude, that's you. Yeah. Like, this guy just barreled headlong into a situation he fully did not understand. understand. Trying to make himself <laughs> famous because of it and did not go well for him right that's all we needed because it was like people were like oh well, i thought it was gonna be someone you know why right i mean yeah we've been trained that if there's yes. a movie and someone doesn't show their face it's gonna be a big fucking reveal it's gonna be it. ryan reynolds at the end of the day <laughs> yes uh, call back um but yeah exactly and it's one of those th- things that like once you know on the second viewing that that's not somebody you can really start to understand why they're there. Right. Other than just like who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah. And I got to hand it to Jordan Peele for doing shit like that. Yeah. Like he is going to play with like and again like with the scene you just talked about with the kids in the mask. He's going to play with your fucking expectations. Yeah. He he is enough of a movie fan that he knows exactly what we've been trained to think is going to happen. And then just subverting the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the the and and a lot of it is really refreshing. The whole there's been a lot of movies that are of this genre um, that are this kind of style, but the having it be a cloud and the cloud that doesn't move is yeah is just really cool because that's not something I remember seeing anywhere anything like that mm-hmm. that they that the 
Because at the end of the day, it's a it's sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, it's a sci-fi 100%. movie. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not Get Out or. Mm-hmm. I mean, although I guess Get Out has some sci-fi well, elements. That's what all of his films have been. Similar in theme, yeah, but vastly different. Yeah, like no one can say, "Oh, he's just remaking Nope every." I mean, he's just remaking Get Out every time. Yeah, no, no one definitely can not. Say that. Uh, and I think uh, I, I would like to think he has surrounded himself with people that would tell him if he was doing that. Yeah, because um, I, I feel like that would be a very easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's some sci-fi, I guess, in in Get Out. There's there's yeah. a sci-fi element well, to that. Fucking, the whole the whole there's, brain. There's swap. a fucking brain transplant. Yeah. 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 The brain swap thing is is pretty. Uh, but it, I mean, it leans more toward like Doctor Frankenstein yeah. neighborhood. But and then the shit with us with the with the tethered. That's sci-fi. Yeah, but, yeah. There've been sci-fi elements to everything, and I like that he doesn't explain how that shit works. No, like, no. It's I just, don't even remember what it was in. How did it work in it, in the, us? The people just mirrored the lives. That's all it said. The but people, how did it start? The, I don't remember. Scientists with bunnies okay. and shit. Yeah, the bunnies. Right, right, right. Um, but this is like full on sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't remember seeing anything. It, it on one hand is very familiar, but I don't remember ever seeing anything quite like it. And yeah. the, the, the monster. Oh, the monster's definitely is not like anything. We've not ever like seen. anything that we've yeah. been accustomed to seeing and, and stuff like this. And there's also there is no. It, it makes it kind of more frightening in a way that there isn't. It's not a snarling, yeah, scary yeah. beast. It's just looks like a bunch of fucking pillowcases in the sky, and can make itself look like a cloud. Yeah, it, it looks very non-threatening, mm-hmm. and ma- and that's that is part which of it, is I guess. which is nature, like. You yeah. go to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, this is what shit is like. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of puffer fish. A lot of, yeah, a lot going of, on here. Yeah, a lot of things that just look. Oh, that's just a rock. No, that's a that's a fucking. That's so fish. you'll get close enough to it so it can eat you. Yes, exactly. Is why it looks like a rock, <laughs> uh, or has a little light hanging out yeah. over its nose or whatever. Yeah, um, uh, I loved it. Robin really liked it, um, but I do see how. I can see why people don't like it. I can it, see but, I can see not liking it. But even if you don't like it, it's it's an immaculately made film. Mm. Like he he doesn't Peel doesn't have anything on screen that does not have a very specific purpose as to why it is there. Right. It's you very, know, very bong like in that way. Yeah, and I I'd be willing to bet he's a huge fucking bong film. Oh yeah. I I I would be willing to bet that's one of his favorite filmmakers. Yeah. Cuz it's just it's very deliberate what he does. We need more filmmakers like that. Yeah, like the ones that you're only going to get something every three years or okay so, and I'm okay with that yep. because you know it's going to be you knew you knew you know it took three years to make yep. and wasn't just uh, wasn't just cranked out, uh, bayed out. Um, all right, do we have anything else? Nope. We managed two hours and seventeen minutes. That's uh, pretty. Not having anything. Not having anything to go on. Um, Probably not gonna record the next two. No, weeks. I would imagine you might want a week or two off. Um, again, it's really it's it's when I can sit comfortably in this. Seat. And then it's I uh, mean it's Thanksgiving weekend the next weekend after right. that. Right? Yeah, because so. this is this this is the thirteenth. Is it the thirteenth? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, this um, month has fucking flown by already. It has. We're two uh, days away from it being fucking halfway over, and it doesn't. It feels like we just started it. My calendar incorrectly says right hip, right hip, because that was originally my right hip date. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up moving up. So it's actually left hip that is being done this week. 
then uh, it'll probably be two to three weeks. So probably we won't be back to uh, until, and then you get into to December, and who knows? December's yeah, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Uh, maybe in the meantime. Oh, see, see, we should have we should have planned this better. Uh, that goes against our whole ethos. Well, you're true. Uh, the whole uh, picking something for the other person to watch. We could do that. That could be the December thing. Yeah. Because one of the things in uh, that I want to make sure you watch in December is Klaus. Yes. Robin's that has been on my holiday list. The past I know. Two years. Robin's already talking about it. Like awesome. she doesn't want to wait to watch it, <laughs> which is. Really saying something about a Christmas movie. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll spend these next couple weeks. That that can be what December's thing is. Is maybe each week we will pick something for the other one to watch. Whether it's a movie or uh, starting at least starting a show or something. I would be down with that. Alright. Well, uh, maybe that will happen in the next time we record. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>